What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. The International Coach Gang. And that's you. For being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. New, 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 new world order. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, you in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. The King of Kings, the King of Content. And that's not the Manosphere. That's of YouTube and the Speaker of Truth. Yours truly, the Notorious One, new, 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 new a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the Prognosticator, Coach Stradamus, you in here, and the Desert Storm Bunker with See God Allah. And I had another nickname and I already forgot it. We in here with the best entertainment show here on new, YouTube. New, 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 new. Do me a favor, hit the like button. We got a great show today. Generation Z women are lost. But is it too late for them to find themselves? Why you wanna play your games on me? All right, we got Generation Z women, and that's gonna encompass a lot of women. We got our man Stealth 22 is telling us in between the ages of 11 all the way up to 26 years old. All right, so yeah, there's still some uh, uh, underage 21 year olds in there. All right, but a lot of Gen Z women are approaching voting age by the next election. The majority of Gen Z will be voting for the next president of the United States. You heard me right, because I know, man, you get old and you don't realize, buddy, how time flies when you're having fun. But the next presidential election will be highly influenced by Generation Z. And as a matter of fact, remember the red wave that was supposed to hit and landslide the Democrats in the House and the Senate? Well, the red wave did not show up for one reason and one reason only, and it was Generation Z. Generation Z overwhelmingly showed up and showed out, and they put out that little rinky-dinky-ass red wave. And so this is what you guys got to understand about the future of America. Yes, oh, the humanity. Generation Z will be dictating our future. So don't believe that these are just some young, snotty-nosed punk kids. Nah. These kids got therapists and shit. You know what I mean? These kids running around medicated in Zoom. Uh, uh, <laughs> they zooted out. All right. Most of these kids are nothing but reading rainbows out here. We're going to show you that, man. They highly influenced by the reading rainbow. They up in here. They wake up. They wake up like this. All right. Yeah. What? What? And if they ain't reading rainbow, they out there sell and tell hello they out there sell and tell and if they ain't doing that they running around sitting in the corner depressed sitting up here all right gen z is a new thing and of course the generation z boys yeah man it's rough on you y'all can't even get no real peace leave y'all running around here liking ai girls on the internet okay man gen z dudes got it bad okay we can even do a whole show on gen z dudes gen z dudes you know what I mean? They favor dudes. They live vicariously off of dudes on the internet. They they literally be looking at dudes getting girls on the internet. Oh, I wish I I wish I can be that guy. You know what I mean? Gen Z dudes are in trouble. But yeah, Gen Z dudes down bad. Yeah, soy boy ass. Uh, you know what I mean? They in therapy. Everybody's like, what's why do you keep going in on therapy? You mean MK Ultra? What are you talking about? New, 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 new. How are you putting children in a room with an adult and leaving them there? You know what I mean? And just like, oh, this is your new friend, somebody with a degree. 
Where's your degree from? California berserkly. Like, how is this a fair advantage? What happened to parents? What happened to friends? What about your friends? What happened to friends? Oh, the humanity. Y'all ninjas ate Gen Z, Sawford, and Katie's ankle. Shout out to Gen Charles N. Gen Z ain't got no friends. You know what I mean? They friends is they therapists and shit. Like, wow. Man, I tell you. Oh, the humanity. New, 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 new world order. I need somebody to talk to. Well, there goes Becky, Kaylee, Tata Alicia, Sasquatch Go talk to them. How oh, they won't understand. How about a 40-year-old, hollowed-out, old, walled-out, California berserkly degreed, liberal, feminist, MK Ultra new, therapist? New, 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 All right, how about that? How about, oh, they'll be a fantastic. How about this fat 26-year-old woman who ain't been nowhere? She zooted out. How about you sit in the room with her for an hour? New, 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 new world order. <laughs> you guys can be friends. All right, here we go. <laughs> with the therapist with the bull nose hair earring. All right, no kids, no husband. She, she's butterfly in the sky. She zooted out on medication. This will be a fair match. Hey, go talk oh, to your friend you for it. How about we pay for it, too? Oh, man. How about you go here? No, let me stop. My Lord. I mean, dude, Gen Z is done. Gen Z done. <laughs> here we go. Uh, it, look, 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 look. Let's get into the show, man. We got a great show. Gen Z women. Oh, also, we're going to show you. Uh, we're going to ask you if relationships. If the fantasy of relationships are, is the fantasy of relationships, like, is it is it actually better than the reality? Is the fantasy of relationships better than reality? Meaning you're like, it's like a scratch off ticket. It's like a lottery ticket. You know what I mean? Like you get a lottery scratch off. You go into 7-Eleven. Give me this one. Give me the fun game. Give me the lucky charms game. Give me this game. And then you get it and you get your quarter and you scratching off. <sighs> you getting them. You just scratching off every now and then you hit. Most of the time you miss. But you're like, well, it's still worth playing it because I can get $20 and I can get this. But most of the time you get jack shit. Most of the time you throw your money away. This is kind of how I look at relationships. I could win. You could win as long as you keep your head to the sky. You can win. Most of the time you could win. But most of the time, it's a giant letdown. It's like, but if you don't play, you can't win. So it's kind of like, hey, you know what I mean? You could find the person of your dreams. Well, we're going to actually explore that one a little bit later. And we're going to show you that when if women file for divorces, many of the times we guys know they, they may file for divorce and say that the husband did things to them. You might ask them, well, what did he do? Well, he was, you know, he, you're going to hear the old standard tropes. And then you're going to ask for an example. Oh, really? Like, like, how was he abusive? There's no specific example. Well, you know when. Or how was he a cheater? How, how, how did he cheat on you? How did you discover it? Well, after I didn't have sex with him for six years, I found him banging the younger secretary after I gained 260 pounds. And you're like, oh, kind of makes sense. That's what you're hearing. You're hearing that all of these things. But in fact, 
do you know that many women divorce their husbands with not a legitimate reason? This is why they have it a no-fault divorce. There's no specific reason. There's a general reason, but there's nothing specific. But many women are divorcing their husbands because they were too nice. Yes. They were divorcing their husbands because they were too nice. Many women are breaking up with relationships with men because they're corny and too nice. Do you know that a lot of men that are in Generation Z and millennials, they're losing their girl because they're too nice? Mm. Yes. Now, some women will say, I would love to have a nice guy coach because all I date is assholes. Well, I understand that. That completely makes sense. But guys, never fall for that trap. Never fall for that trap, gentlemen. Because this is why, this, I'm going to tell you why you don't fall for the trap. This is, I'm your therapist today. The reason why you don't fall for that trap is because that woman has been in so many traumatic, bad relationships that she thinks the answer to it is to be with a nice guy. So thus, the first few months that you're with her, she's going to love it. She's going to be like, this is great. None of the men that I fornicated with smuggled their salami, swallowed their seed down the gullet, been taking over and bent over and grabbed ankles for. None of the men that have skeeted on my eyes, none of the men that have skeeted on my hair, none of the men that have pulled my hair have ever taken me on a proper date. Yes, that's what she's going to say. She's going to say, none of these men, she's going to be 26 years old, 27, 28. She's going to say, I've never been on a proper date. Now, I'm going to tell you, you might think that that sounds good. You're going to say, wow, really? I'm going to show you a nice proper date. But that's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to run after she waves that red flag because then you have to ask yourself, well, how many sexual partners have you had? How many boyfriends have you had? How many relationships have you had? And you've never required a proper date until now after you've been violated, used and abused and discarded like, discarded like toilet tissue? They've never taken you on a proper date? So why should I take you on a proper date? I haven't even examined the evidence yet. I haven't even been inside of the snail trail yet. I haven't even got a sniff. I even got a sniff. And these dudes have violated you. Somebody make it make sense. See, these are the things that what's going to happen. So she's been in so many bad relationships that when you start treating her nice, she's going to run back to the bad guys. Yeah, man, we're teaching you. We're here because it's the best entertainment show on YouTube. Do me a favor. Everybody stop the show. Stop the show. We have to hit the like button. Because, yes, because, yes, man, it is time to hit that like button. We got to get the like button. And so what we're going to do, we got to whip her out early. We got to get a little belly deli in here. I know, man. I know, man. The like, you guys have been violating me on the likes. I've been giving you a great show. I had you guys sniggling yesterday. I had you guys sniggling at work. You were sniggling in front of your fat girlfriend. You were sniggling in front of your old maid wife. I had you entertained yesterday. I had you sniggling so crazy. I was sniggling. I couldn't even keep a hold of myself. The entertainment has been so good. I need at least 
500 likes at least. And until then, we got to get a little belly deli in the building. What really gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all, y'all see how scrum diddly um shit it look? Ooh, ooh, baby girl. Y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you be scared of that belly? Let it lose some. Let it, I know y'all see the football print. The football print go crazy. The football print go crazy. Come on. Parabola. Come on, Y equal X squared. Maybe cubed on some days. All right. Uh, hey, I got a question for the brothers here. You know, this is this. We can't lie. It's the best edutainment here on sh show on YouTube. This is the best therapy. Um, Who can say they honestly have never hit a girl that looked like that? I'll wait. I'll wait. Just go ahead. Go ahead. Everybody's in. Honestly, tell us right now that you've never smashed a girl that looks like that. Oh, that's nasty. Uh-oh. We not honest with ourselves here. Hey, there's a lot of dudes in here that are lying right now. Look, they said never. Come on, hold on. Let's put the picture up. Y'all don't forgot. Y'all don't forgot. Let's go ahead and put the picture back up. All right. Hold on. Let's put up this one right here. Let's put up this one. We got a lot of brothers in the denial here. First stage is denial. Okay. All right. Maybe not her. Maybe not her. What about this girl? What about this girl right here? Right here. Question. What's your body count? What? What's your body count? Body count? 260. I'm not going to lie. No. Not your, your body count. What do you mean? How many... Oh no, she's way more lightweight than I am. Ma'am, how many bodies have you had sex with? Oh no, I can't count that. <laughs> oh, no, I cannot. <laughs> Let's just say it's more than the ten fingers, okay? Okay. <laughs> now, she said more than the ten fingers. One of y'all hit somebody. She got ten. She got at least minimally eleven guys. <laughs> more than the 10 figures there's at least 11 guys that have examined those effects one of you guys are lying in here mm. all right one of you guys are lying yeah man we gonna we <laughs> it was me yeah yeah not gonna lie all right i he says i might have more he says coach not gonna lie i might have been examining those evidence yes indeed yes i know brothers listen we're here to help each other out. Some of you guys, we got some people, big game hunters out here. You gotta get my wait. Yeah, you got some big game hunters out here. Oh, that's nice. We got a nasty boy. Come on, man. We don't lie around here to contribute to the day show. Uh, dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. PayPal.me backslash coach Greg Adams. That's pinned to the live chat in the free agent lifestyle channel, and I think on the notorious channel. You can also Venmo coach Greg Adams TV and you can super chat on the notorious CGA channel over there. Yeah, man. So let's get to the earlier contributors to the day show. All right. Let me make sure we got it. I was like, Emilio says I was walking my dog in the suburbs and you had me cracking up like Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. When you mentioned the, Oh, the, <laughs> the cane sperm yesterday. Yeah. The sugar daddy cane sperm. People started crossing the street to avoid me, my crazy looking ass. Yeah, man. We were sitting at, yesterday. We went, if you missed yesterday's show, 
You know, I went a little, yeah, the evening show's a little unscripted. I went off, probably, I've never kind of break face when I'm telling jokes, but I couldn't even hold it in. I could not even hold it in. You missed it. So I think there's timestamps over there. Yesterday's show was crazy, <laughs> right? Oh, my goodness. So the cane sperm came in there with the sugar daddy sperm. Oh, my goodness, boy, that was crazy. Yeah, I had to take a break. I had to I had to take a break. And even I was I was had tears last night. All right. So anyway, it was yesterday's show about Tiger Woods, the Tiger Woods show. So if you missed that part where I was talking about the difference between young women and older women. Oh, man, that was crazy. All right. So anyway, Brandon Whitefield says shout out to the coach game free agent to the hat lady sings or I'm sure the fat lady sings in here. All right, Jay Hurst says, welcome back, Coach. Finally caught alive, wanted to show some love, enjoying the content. Appreciate you, brothers. Appreciate the support. Without the support, can't have the greatest show on YouTube. Octavius M., do you think the lunch lady in New Fairfield Elementary will get any jail time? Probably not, no. No, because uh, she did, I think she did have sex with him, but uh, no, she's not going to get any jail time, man. Um, if she, she's going to get like five years probation slap on the wrist and all of that stuff, I don't think she'll get jail time because uh, what's going to I think they're going to have to have the victim testify against her. And I just you know, we live in a weird time with these things about older women like our lunch late. You know, you guys all be like, man, where were where were these lunch ladies and teachers when 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 I was in school? First of all, let me just tell you. If you're like a millennial or Gen Z, uh, you grew up in a time where teachers are young. You grew up in a time where teachers are young and uh, because there's a teacher shortage and there was a retirement of old ass little house on the prairie teachers. When I was in school, I had teachers that was 70 years old, saggy ass titties. They had the pointy bra uh, titties from the fifties. You know what I mean? Like the, they had the, they had their titties lifted up. I had teachers with turkey necks and shit. My lunch ladies look like, you know what I mean? They had the hairnet in and they had the uh, perm that they set under the thing, the little dryer to get it. So they had the curly perm and they had rollers and shit. That's dude. What you talking about where these teachers do? I had some old lady ass teachers. I didn't have no cool young ass teachers. Y'all got teachers that are 23 years old now teaching high school. How? They 23 years old, fresh out of so. <laughs> Fresh out of smuggling sugar daddy salami, teaching your kids. What? What? I had old ladies that we had old lady teacher. They used to smoke cigarettes, drinking coffee all goddamn day. They used to come, please, with big ass bifocals. Y'all teachers look like junior college chicks. <laughs> yeah, man, please. We didn't have no young ass teachers and lunch ladies like y'all got. And by the way, the, you guys got teachers that are signing up to show up and fornicate with you. They like, I can't wait. Yes, I want to teach middle school. They can't wait. Our teachers didn't look like this. Even if our teachers tried, she'd be like, let me give you a gummy little boy and pull, pull her dentures out. Y'all got straight up. Yeah, fresh out of TCU. Uh, they didn't watch a couple of episodes of Dangerous Minds. They want to save the community. All these white lady teachers running down there, sleeping with Jamal. Miss Anderson showing up. Hi, I'm just a virtue signaling and shit. I believe the children are our future. 
teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride. Make it easier. Let the children's laughter. And then they out there going to the game cheering on Jamal. Jamal, you're the best. Jamal, you're the best. Come after school. I'm going to have a tutoring session. She bending over, grabbing her ankles. Jamal, what's one inside of one? Please. Our teacher asked us to stay after school. We'd be like, damn, got to look at this old turkey net humpback ass teacher. Her bra fat all sticking out and that she got a dress on. She got a one piece dress. She pulled over her head. Your teacher's coming in dressing yoga pants like thoughts. <laughs> this is crazy, man. We talk about where these teachers was at. I didn't want none of my teachers to jump on my Johnson. There was no chance. They hump back, they shoulders all rounded over, hunching over you, breathing, badass breath, smelling like a mix between spearmint gum and doo-doo, trying to be all up in your face. Now, Mr. Adams, I didn't ask you two times, what's one plus one? I don't know. She could smell, you could smell her under armpit. Like, man, she got, she got her uh, underarms all sweaty. Like, what the hell? I don't want this old lady. See, y'all grew up at a different time, man. All these teachers don't retire because the thought teachers then took over. The progressive women, the teachers that say, don't call me Mrs. Anderson, call me Kendra. Kendra grew up watching Orange County Housewives and Atlanta Housewives and all the thought TV shows. Your teacher probably been on Girls Gone Wild and got an OnlyFans. Man, please, please. Yeah, my teachers had mustaches. The women. Anyway, what are we talking about? Shout out to our man, Elijah Bryant. Says, roar. Shout out to Miss, Mr. McFarland. Thank you, man. Uh, that's a very interesting coded number there. Is there any numerical codes there? I'm not sure. All right. Uh, Jovan says, your content changed my life, coach. Thank you. And I try to make it entertaining now. You know, my first couple of years, I was, you know, trying to prove the point scientifically and I was hitting you hard pause but now we having fun with it man we having fun with it Mr. Davis Jay Davis says staying MOB money over you know what you bitch yeah, coach bitch. Greg Adams and if you missed the Tiger Wood breakdown man you got to go watch that episode um it proves a lot of the points I don't want to hear that shit about what well, you ain't Tiger Woods and you ain't got money and all that stuff guys those things that you see that Tiger Wood and them go through you broke and just go through it too. But you, you're you so broke, you get railroaded. Tiger Woods at least is going to put up a fight. But, you know, we we so broke, we can't afford the uh, filing fee. I told you yesterday, somebody files a case on you, any case, any case, motion to dismiss. Somebody was like, well, those uh, that a motion to dismiss filing could be uh, expensive. I'm like, man, you already lost the game. You already lost. <laughs> You know, this is why it's so important why men can't put themselves in these positions, especially when you're broke. And then when you do have money, you got to make sure you don't let bras come into your life. Because if you can't afford filing fees, you ass out. I'm going to let you know right now. The game and legalities is delay, confuse, 
<laughs> make sure they follow procedure. If they don't, make them pay. Talking about you can't afford the filing fees. You're screwed. You're about to get railroaded. Okay. <laughs> he says filing fee 300 plus. If you can't afford that, and trust me, I've been there. I've been there. I had to scrape together $500 for a filing fee. Scraped it. I barely went in. I had nickels and dimes. I was like, <laughs> I was like, whoosh. but if I didn't, if I didn't have the 500, I would have been screwed. Would have been flat out screwed. It would have been an L. So we got to get ourselves in a position to understand that broke men, when these things, these Tiger Wood type incidents happen to broke men or men who are average or, or men who are in marriages where they can't just take $500 out of their account, <laughs> right? Without the wife noticing. Yeah, you're screwed. You're screwed, man. Motion to dismiss and have a reason. Then there's going to be a hearing on it. And then the judge will say, no, well, cool. And then you have filed something right after that. Soon as you have it ready, you have it ready. You file it before you show up in the court. The judge comes in. All right. Puts her glasses on or puts his glasses on. All right. We're going to do this shit here. Here. Where's the guy? Bring his monkey ass in here. You come in with shackles and chains. And then they pull up their little computer. The attorney puts their little file on there. They open it up. First page, motion to dismiss. Oh, shit. What is this? I see you filed a motion. Yes, I did. We'll be discussing that first. <laughs> That's what we discussing first. That's top priority. Whatever we was discussing before that, don't matter. Okay, well, here's your motion to dismiss. Shove it up your ass. Okay, well, I'll ask for a continuance at this point because I'm not ready. Oh, you're already. We'll continue. Oh, okay, great. Well, listen, I will be filing a motion to vacate. Boom, it's right here. Soon as we end this case, <laughs> right? I'm telling you, man, you better go in there and study some goddamn law. My motion to vacate, whatever you're about to give me, will be filed soon as you end this shit. All right, I'll be right there filing it. <laughs> Look, it's a game. It's a game. All right, anyway, let's just, and this is not legal advice. It's purely out of entertainment, but uh, I'm there to entertain. I'm like, if you bring me here, you're going to see some shuffling. All right, shout out to, uh, and this is any case, just be ready for it. Hey, the best thing you could do is have $1,000 worth of filing fees. Start filing every goddamn thing. All right, anyway. Attorneys are watching me, and they're appalled right now. They're sitting there like, oh, my God. Don't listen to this guy. You know why? Because they need you. All right. Let's see here. All right. We got Macaroni Tony. He says, yeah, man, Gen Z is tumbling all the way down, all the way down. He says the black men of this generation are sporting bonnets now instead of do-rags and painting their nails, even the ones that don't identify as rainbow. Rainbow, indeed. Shout out to Rick Zick. He says, you messing up their hustle. I'm messing up their hustles for sure. All right, but um, check this out. Gen Z men, yeah, I mean, but this started uh, when they removed men. You know, everything was toxic masculinity. And uh, anytime a man complained about it, they're like, why are you painting that little boy's nails? You know what I mean? Oh, it doesn't matter. Men can paint their nails and you're just like, oh, my God. And you're like, well, it's actually kind of rainbow and it's actually kind of suspect. And it's not suspect for men to paint their nails. 
Guys, there were women fighting you so they can paint a little boy's nails. For real. Now, listen, if you want to paint your nails, go paint your nails. But I'm going to be like, if it's my kid, I'm like, not going to happen. And if your wife fights you on that, which you could marry a woman who fights you like that, she, you don't know she's going to fight you like that. Remember, a woman, uh, Kaylee turns into Karen. A nice little college girl from a black college turns into Kamala Harris. Right? She doesn't stay that nice, cute little college girl. She, for some reason, well, like, I was just, he was just curious. He sees me painting my nails, and he wants his nails painted. Now, it's, this is what I call kind of like uh, the straw that breaks the camel's back, the little bit of encroachment. You know, because eventually we'll be like, well, maybe there is nothing wrong with it. Maybe I'm not secure in my masculinity. And then what happens is you fall for it. You're like, well, it's just nails. Next day, he's wearing her heels and he's wearing a T-shirt as a wig or maybe one of her wigs. And then you come home and he has the nails, the, the heels on. And he's dressed like Holly Berry's son. And you're like, well. This thing is escalated just a little bit. And Holly Berry's like, what's wrong with that? We've all done this. I've put my feet in my father's shoes. There's no big deal with this. You're like, well, yeah, I remember doing stuff like that. I guess there's nothing wrong with it. And then they moved the goalposts. Next thing you know, the kid had on makeup. Well, he just wanted to try a little bit of my makeup. Then he's wearing the bonnet. And then it just goes downhill. And then you're, then you're, then you're married to Gabrielle Union. Then your kids, she's like, it's just a gay parade. Let them go to it. They're not indoctrinating him. We're teaching him to be open-minded. Then he's twerking in front of old men. You're like, what? Why is my black son twerking in front of old white men? You know, you're like, wait a minute. Hold up. <laughs> then there's hormone treatment. Then there's a custody case. Then all of a sudden, you're our guy down in Texas then your son has a therapist and they're doing hormone treatments. And you're like, how did we get here? <laughs> then there's drag queens at the readings and pre-K. You're just like, and they're like, there's nothing wrong with this. And then you're done. You're done. You know what I mean? It's, it's just an encroachment. It just, just one step at a time. And the real reality is, is women are patient they will drag your ass for 10, 20 years until they get to where they need you to get. Yeah, man, these, these agendas are patient. They'll drag you for 10 or 20 years until they get you where you want. See, back in the day, the toxic masculine people would have just started swinging swords or swords. They would have just been like, off with the head. We ain't having none of this. It would have just been a rapsky. Heads would have been rolling and shit would have been stopped in his tracks. That's what people used to do. I'm not suggesting you do that, but people would have stopped shit in its tracks. They would have been like, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? They would have just been like, you know what? Off with the head. We're not doing it. But today, what you are seeing, where we are today, it took 25 to 70 years to get here. This is what we have to understand. Yep, one, one step daddy at a time, one day. Where we are today did not happen yesterday. It didn't happen with Biden. It didn't happen with Trump. None of these people have impacted, well, Biden did, but none of these other people have impacted what is happening today. Barack Obama has had much influence on where we are today than Trump or Biden. 
Yeah, I said it. Barack Obama has as much to do as what we're doing today than Trump or Biden, positively and negatively, just so you know. Just so you know, that's what that's where we are today. So what, what the meaning is, what I mean to make sure that you understand is we don't get to where we get by what happened yesterday. Shit has taken time. People have opened doors. And whatnot, perhaps maybe the one of the first drag readings was by the Obama administration. This could be alleged. But I'm sure there's some photographic evidence of stuff like this. And a matter of fact, you know who really sold y'all out? You know who really sold y'all out? We already talking shit today. There it is right there. That's that's who really sold y'all out. If y'all really want to know, the boomers got to go. All right, y'all had y'all chances. We can't take no more of this shit. This who really did y'all in right here. Let me give y'all a little bit. Yeah. These people right here did probably the as the most damages in this generation and culture that can be seen today. Remember, 20 to 75 years. These people are the scariest people on earth right now. And we gonna have to live with all of their bullshit from here on out. So we're gonna talk about the Zoomers and Gen Z. But let us not forget these got dang boomers. <laughs> it was them all along. These people were the biggest sellouts and Uncle Tom's in the history of the world. These people took 1980 by storm. And they got all that they ruined their credit. They ruined your financial future. They ruined corporations. The boomers. Yes. <laughs> These people right here and right now they shuffling right now. These people still marching right now. They still talking about I am somebody. Race hustling ninja. Oh man, these people got to go, man. So Zoomers, yeah, we're gonna get in y'all. We're gonna dig into y'all chest today. But let's just put the credit where credit is due. Let's give credit. These god dang boomers got to go. Messy. Jesse as Anchor Chiff Jackson and Al Sharpton in them. Mm. <laughs> All right. The Democratic Fish Fry. These people the sold you out your whole financial future. All of your options. They ruined college for everybody. Mm. Single-handedly ruined college. These were the mind is a terrible thing to waste people. These women told you, if you don't go to college, you ain't going to be nobody. See, the people before you, your ancestors, why they always your ancestors like it's some mystical group of people? Your ancestors told they didn't have a chance to go to college. And, and, and they told us you couldn't vote. And, and they told you, you you could go to college. Uh, you got to go to college. You get a degree. They can't take that degree from you. <laughs> then your monkey ass went to college. And I'm going to tell you where you messed up. I'm going to tell you where you messed up. Because they went to college at the same time as you. They went to night college. They went to these goofy ass pay for colleges. University of Phoenix and all of these Columbia and all. They went to college and you went to college. Unfortunately, y'all went to college 
first of all, if you graduated, your degree is so goofy. Your degree is worthless because you grad you went in there and took Afro studies, gender studies. You went in there and took psychology and sociology. The new MK new 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 world. Order. You went in there and got something completely worthless. What they didn't tell you was to go get a good degree. You just went and got a degree. Now many of you didn't even get the degree. You just went to college. Mm. Like <laughs> you just went to college. All right. My mama told me a mind is a terrible thing to waste. And then you went to college, didn't even get the degree. But I, I guarantee you, you got the student loan debt. You got the student loan debt, but you didn't even get the degree with it. And then y'all walked out like you did something. I got a degree. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language. Pathology. And it's good and damn well. That if you're a millennial, an older millennial and a Gen Z who listen to these, you better go to college, Negroes or people, I guarantee you, you still have debt to this day and you're into your 40s. You're 40. Communications degree. You're 40 and still in debt. Let me show y'all. <laughs> They've hamstrung y'all. These people right here with they, you know what I mean? Buy a house, get a degree, do this, get married. These people been married three, four, 50, 11 times. Married, divorced twice. This man ain't paid off his college, nothing. This woman ain't paid off his college. He didn't pay more child support than paid off his college. He's paid more in divorce fees and lawyers and child support than he has ever paid off his college debt. And his communications degree ain't doing shit right now. This guy right here. These are the these are the people who set the path for us right now. <laughs> and of course, do not let them tell you they're patriots either. Yeah, we're not just talking about the community boomers. Do not let these people tell you they're patriots. These people went above and beyond to avoid any military duty might be the biggest cowards that have lived in American history. <laughs> they went above and beyond to make sure they didn't see no parts of Saigon, Vietnam, Viet Cong. They made sure they went above and beyond to see no duties in Afghanistan, Iraq, Kuwait. They went above and beyond to make sure that they did not see any military action. Zero. And they want to tell you they patriots today. All these phony conservatives. We're patriots. Where did you serve and when? Where, where, where did you, where did you sign up? Where did you go soon as the desert storm started breaking out? Where did you hop on? When did you hop on? You didn't go to no golf war. You didn't know nothing. Your ass was cowering in the corner. You was talking about you were over there. You were smoking weed in your shaggy and Scooby van over there. Please, patriots. You were staunch liberals and voted in Bill Clinton during your first election. Yes, you did. Talking about you're a patriot. You was a full liberal when you did. <laughs> Come on. No busted grapes, no nothing. Soon as all of us say all that want to serve duty, step forward, you step backwards. Mm. These boomers. 
Boomers, man. <laughs> right. I had to go in the boomers because the zoomers are going to be a little upset with me. But let's get into the show. Yeah, we was already we already coming for people's necks. Coming for people's necks. Oh, we this is all we already here, man. We already here. Here we go. I had the volume down, but I'll do it again. Niggas always gotta show they By the way, again. You know. Bill Clinton has as much to do as what to do what's going on today than Trump or Biden. Bill Clinton and Barack Obama. I mean, they have had a I mean. If you if you're concerned about what's going on today, those people had as much influence on what's happening today than the current administrations. Uh, The 94 crime bill. Well, Joe Biden. That was your boy, Billy. And he was a draft dodger himself, allegedly. Mm. I better watch how I talk about Bill Clinton because even one of their attorneys just mysteriously died. Hey, I didn't say nothing, Bill. I said nothing. Hillary, I didn't say nothing. I definitely voted for Trump, though. When I knew Hillary was running, I was like, never. <laughs> All right, stop bringing political. All right, where we at here? Yeah, I better make sure. I don't want to, you know. I knew how they did Andrew Tate. But I got some smoke for George W. Bush, too. Do not get me started. I don't got no smoke for George Bush either because is that is that dude uh is is the home is is uh uh is hold on for a second. Bush and uh for some why is his main slip in my mind? The Bilderberger guy. Is he still around? Is he still around? Everybody find him. What's the what's the guy? What's the Bilderberger guy guy? What's his the vice president? It's slipping my mind. Yeah, what was his name? Man, I don't want no smoke. He'll be like, you want to go on a hunting trip? No, what was Dick Cheney? Dick Cheney's still alive? Okay, George W. Bush was fantastic. Dick Cheney's still alive? We all good. We good with you, but I was good with Bush. I'm not messing around. <laughs> I know where to stop. When it, when it comes to Hillary and uh, Dick Cheney, you're good with me. I like those people. Oh, he dead? Okay, let's talk about his ass. Let's get him. Let's get him. All right, anyway, no. <laughs> All right, here we go. Henry Kissinger's still alive, so I'm still like... Anyway. I'm going to stay in the house this weekend. All right, let's get into the first part. Stay in the house, man. They're going to be looking for me today. All of a sudden, they're going to be like, he smokes cigars. He has cancer. Mm. All right, um, let's get into this right here. We don't want that to go be going around either. Uh, first episode, Ninjas Always Gotta Show They Teeth. Of course, of course. Ninjas Always Gotta Show They Teeth. Cheney's still alive? I ain't saying nothing, man. George W. Bush was fantastic. All right, here we go. All right, where are we at? Uh, let's see here. Uh, th- we're going to share the screen. Uh, we're going to show if the theory is true that ninjas always got to show their teeth. Let's see if I can find it. For some reason, I cannot. Why is it not popping up on my screen? This is terrible. Hold on for a second. Let me make sure I got to minimize something because it's not showing up the way I want it to show up. Let me see. I got to I got to find it. 
Oh, man, they got the whole wrong thing open. Hold on for a second. Give me one second. Oh, they messing with my show. See, I started talking shit about the wrong people and they got me. All right, let's see. I got to minimize this. Let me minimize that. Then I'm going to pull this up. And oh, look, they're really messing with me today. So what I'll do is I'll just do this. All right. That, they're really messing with me. Mm. All right. But here we go right here. This is the guy. And this is a guy. We won't listen to the volume because you might not be able to hear it. But take a look right here. Take a look right here, right? Niggas always gotta show they this is always true. This is almost always true. Anytime you do see a black man and he's with a white woman, he's going to be cheesing his ass off. And this guy went through a series of clips and photos. Yeah. won't be able to hear it. I don't know if can hear it. And so he's uh, smiling and he's knowing he's in a good position. And the woman that he's with is, um, is um, he's with the woman that is uh, known as Bill Gates's daughter. Bill Gates's daughter. That is the woman he's with. Let me minimize this and pop it back up because it's kind of out of order on the tab of my presentation. So, okay, I found it now. Now we're back in order. Now we got it. New World Order tried to get me here. All right, so here we go. Let me refresh it, and then you can hear the volume. Let's hear them. Let's hear them out. <laughs> Why is my volume? Why is this tripping today, man? Here we go. Look at the pure joy on his face. Look at that smile. That's real love. Why is he smiling like that? Look who his girl is. Look, don't even worry about her face. Look at her name. Phoebe Gates. That's Bill Gates' daughter. So he got it wrong. He said Phoebe Gates. <laughs> Phoebe Gates. Uh, it's Phoebe, but that's neither here nor there. Phoebe, I get it. But um, she looks like she in these streets. Bill Gates' daughter, bro. This dude definitely taking the pokey. In these streets. Boy, she's a real rebel. Phoebe. Uh, Phoebe looks like, dang, bro. She looked just like she been. She looked like she got some experience behind those eyes. Ladies, the eyes always tell it. Those eyes have seen some things. And those things has, pro I'm just going to assume. <laughs> is she an addict? Them eyes have seen, those are some experienced eyes. Those are not virgin eyes. I don't know how old is she? How old is this woman? She's 20. She got the thousand rooster stare already. <laughs> and this goofy ninja right here, this goofy ninja. Niggas always got to show they Yeah, she got hungry eyes. Mm -mm -mm. By the way. Phoebe, if you need a little bit of old man sugar to be poured on you, let me know. I'll handle a little bit of that, if you will, you know. New, 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 new world order. But look at my brother here. He didn't hit the lottery. I wouldn't care what Dr. Umar said. Forget Sierra's prayer. What prayer did he pray? Look at that pure black boy joy. Every picture he cheesing. Yeah, man, look. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. My man is Kool-Aid smile. <laughs> Big smile showing all his teeth. <laughs> Crab singles. Every picture just cheesy. He can't hold it in. He know he ain't supposed to be there. Look at him. I'm happy for you, kid. It's like a little piece of reparations. He might be. I'm not going to say that much. Let's see. Keep doing your thing, baby. This the one. When they do, oh, when he do that, he letting us all know I'm doing this for y'all. 
He came up. Niggas always gotta show they yeah, this I, this is a come up. He like, <laughs> he like, yo. <laughs> you know, yeah, this dude is right. Who is this guy? Whoever this guy's Instagram is, shout out to him. He like, he letting y'all know too. This dude is absolutely right. <laughs> Now he's smiling now. He's smiling now, but this is a full episode of Get Out to me. But listen, I'm going to tell this young feller, I'm not going to throw any shade on this young feller. Shout out to the guy's page is Eye of Horus 4. Um, but shout out to this young feller with Phoebe Cates. Enjoy your time, sir. Enjoy your time. Get in them guts. Get what you can. Get a couple of bucks. I don't, I'm not mad at you. Not many of us will get this opportunity. Um, enjoy it while it lasts. Now, you might lose your life at the end of this, or you might have to sell your soul, or you might have to worship at the altar of Baal. I mean, there might be a whole, but you might have to take 20 pokes. I don't know what it is. Enjoy it. Don't think it lasts when the ride is over. Take whatever you came in with, put the shirt back on, get the hell up out of there. You might end up, with a couple of dollars at the end of it, but enjoy it while it lasts. Enjoy your turn. The, the look on her eyes tells me you ain't going to be the last one. You're not going to make it to the end. <laughs> All right, you're not making it to the end, bro. All right, but just, just enjoy it while it lasts, and I don't want your ass to be salty at the end of it. Okay. All right. Do I need to catch up? Let me see. What was the next one? Oh, this is the next series here. Then we'll do this. Why Generation Z, the Zoomer women, are having a hard time properly evaluating themselves. Um, and then I put in their great inflation. But let's take a look at this. This is going to be some Zoomers. And uh, Zoomers are not unlike women before us in the culture. But for some reason, they believe that they are just above them, like head and shoulders beyond the regular average male now you got one of these fraternity bros the intramural champion out here and uh, he's going to interview this sister out here and let's see how this turns out this looks like it's at santa monica pier but let's listen to the audio here would you date me hell no why look at you what look, do i look like what do you mean look at what me do I look, look at them shorts look at your toes like, no, hell no. My toes uh -uh. kind of cute. Nah, no, they ain't. Uh-uh. They're kind of cute for who? For you. Nah. Come on, mama. Uh-uh. Nah. I couldn't take you to get a drink. Nah. Why are you backing away from me? Because I'm good. All right. Oh, the humanity. Let, let's start with it, y'all. I mean, let's start with it. Now, the white boy in this situation, we'll evaluate both of them. The white boy in this situation looks like an average guy. Uh, you know, he looks like he might have been drunk at the beach the previous night. He did not make any effort to dress. But uh, white boy and swags typically don't go together. You know what I mean? Like swag and white dudes is not it. Like the white dudes can show up like this. Like they don't need to be above and beyond. And even if they do go above and beyond, they really don't distinguish themselves. But between the next one, you know what I mean? There's just too many of them. But let's just call it what it is. The dude's not ugly. I mean, he's average at best. He's just average dude. On the other end of the spectrum over here, and I gave him his just due. On the other end of the spectrum, wait, 
of the humanity. She is below average. Clearly, there's all signs point to below average. All signs point to below average in just about every category. So there's no, not even any need to break her down like a fraction. Everywhere we are on this one, she is below average. And she's trashing this dude. <laughs> she's trashing. I mean, wowzers. And she's looking at, and there's a there's going to be a reason why. Remember, I phrased the question. Why are Generation Z women having a hard time to properly evaluating themselves? Now, the comment section, even women are like, what are you talking about? So let's go here. There's a woman here. Anita says, what? Look at her. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, there's going to be another woman that says some people have no self-awareness. So it's not somebody said R.I.P. Kevin Samuels. OK, yeah. I mean, everybody's very aware of this. There was a couple of other women. I, I think my page must have refreshed. Um, uh, some, there's a woman defending her there. And there's a woman says, since I'm not trying to go to hell, I shall refrain from what I really want to say. But sis. You need to go get a real mirror and throw out the funhouse one you have. Okay, but yeah, you're going to hell. I think this is a woman here says, honey, got enough cottage cheese between her thighs to cure world hunger. Talking about his toes. They be tripping sometimes, though. Uh, I think that might be a male. Uh, but even some of the women are like, come on, man. The men are a little bit harsher. And um, this guy says, because he's white, I'll say it. Let me see. There was another woman's comment. I can't think that was the one. All right. But um, as you can see, as you can see, I mean, in any normal generation. Now, listen, she can have her opinion. She can have her. She can basically say, I'm, I'm not attracted to a boring looking guy like you. That would have went well with me. I would have said, yeah, she's just not attracted to the guy. And that could be it. But she's like, look at you. What? Look at your shorts. Look at your your toes. And I'm looking at her toes. And I see hammer time. I'm looking at hammer time on her toes. I'm looking at the stress and strain on her feet. I'm looking at the food pop print going crazy. I'm looking at the, there's just too much here. She looks like she's, she's missing from a plate of spaghetti. She looks like a fugitive from somebody's plate of spaghetti. That's what she looks like just from here. But. Why are they thinking themselves to be this way? This is the real question. Well, this isn't the end of it. Let's go to someone else because the speculation is just driving me crazy. Uh, we do have another set of women, and these women will go on the average list and the foldable average as well. But let's go ahead and show you this set of group, this set of ladies here that are going to speak for themselves as well. Is it okay to date a guy for his money? Yes. Yes. Why? Because he makes more than us per hour. If he's willing to date you for his money, like, to your daddy's situation. Yeah, what's he fine. dating me for? Fine. Okay, so he could date you just because you, quote-unquote, look good? He has to look good, too. Like, we got we to gotta be even. We got to at least be even. I can't be above. I, I will be above, but, like, <laughs> money-wise, I won't be. <laughs> okay. So why don't women typically date down? Because they deserve more. Facts. We're all queens. We deserve kings. What makes you a queen? No further explanation needed. Uh, no, our personality, <laughs> our looks, my charisma. Like, our like honestly though, why do you think a guy should date you? Because most men, nine out of ten men, you have to raise. And if I'm raising you, you should fund my my expenses. 
Well, I mean, as much as I want to be a famous dating coach, it's getting tougher out there for you gentlemen. I feel bad for Generation Z men. I feel bad for you, man. Not only that, I'm folding up these women all the time. It's just like, I feel bad for you because these women are out of their mind. They're delusional on a grand scale. And there's a reason why they're thinking that. And we're going to get down to it. We're going to get down to it. But let me just go and give them an honest critique. The taller blonde or strawberry blonde. Yeah, she's skeet material. I would fold it up without a doubt. Will I lose my mind over it? No, there'll be a biology book in there. I will send her back to her dorm room. Definitely thinking like she finessed me. She will be thinking that she finessed me, right? She'll be like, I finessed him. I got a biology book out of him. Meanwhile, I'm like, really? I actually did myself a huge favor here. I got what I wanted. And now you're sitting at home with a 193 buck book leaking. All right. But it is what it is. You're not marriage material. You've lost that long time ago. But she's an average, slightly above average looking woman here. And give it five years, this will be a disaster. Uh, women that are extremely tall like this and built like a block of cheese, she's, she's, she's not curvaceous. She's very blocky. Um, have you ever seen, oh, listen, have you ever seen older, taller women, especially older, tall white women? It's, it's a disaster. It's not a good look. Older, taller women tend to look like lurch by the time they hit their late 30s. Big bird at best. They cannot keep it all packed in. It's just starting to look at the hips start get lumpy. It start looking crazy. They shoulders start rounding over. You know what I mean? They be looking like a combination between Big Bird and Lurch. Hunching, it, it starts getting bad for them, especially then porcelain skin women. If you add that to it, they age 10 years by every five. It gets bad. The hair starts looking like straw. They're going to have to cut it. It, this woman does not have a chance in hell after about five or six years. It's going to be bad. right? She's going to hit the wall swiftly. Now, the little one over here has a, probably a better chance. Is it okay to date a guy for his money? Hold on for a second. Let me turn the volume down. The little one over here has better chance later on. But as we can see, if she took some time to doll herself up, she probably looked better. But she's pretty average. She's not bad. She definitely could get a biology book. But these people aren't going to hit the lottery with any man that is paying them. Oh, I deserve money. For what? You're not about to hit the lottery, ma'am. You're going to get more in protein than you get in cash. Mm. You're going to get more in protein than you did in cash. Okay? So I don't know what, what you guys are thinking here, what these guys are thinking. If you lined up 10 women like them, these I mean, they, they would be somewhere in the middle. But these people are like, he should make more. He should have this. And then when you start telling them what men their age make, they're appalled. The average salary income of a man that they would in their age group is forty to $45,000 a year. But they think people are just going to rain money on them. And they will find men my age that will rain C notes on them. Not often, but yes. Every probably about once every three weeks, they will get a couple of C notes. If you calculated that throughout a calendar year, you might get 6,000 bucks in a calendar year, but you're going to get violated full of protein more than that 6,000 bucks. You'll get, 
you'll get $12,000 worth of protein and $6,000 in cash. You're not getting rich. You're not getting rich. So this is what this is what's happening here. There's money like sugar daddy situation. <laughs> yeah, what's he and then Gen, and then Gen Z women again with this sugar daddy thing and this OnlyFans thing and it's selling themselves. We're gonna have to come to the idea that women in this age group are monetizing. Even the average looking women are monetizing themselves. They have no problem with it. This is what's gonna lead them into a little bit of a disaster later. I'm loving it because in my age group, this is fantastic. I'm I'm great. This is a great time to be me because they they willingly are monetizing themselves. Okay, well, let's get down to brass tacks. Let's get to the bottom line. But you guys are begging them, pleading them. We're going to tell you why they think they are, uh, why they're over evaluating themselves. We're going to tell you that in a minute. And not only that, she's also saying, I'm going to what? Teach you? What are these little two women going to teach you? See, dating me for fine. Okay, so he could date you just because you quote unquote look good. He has to look good too. Like we got to, we got to be even. We got to at least be even. I can't be above. I, I will be above, but like. <laughs> now you're gonna be riding. That's what you're gonna be. I mean, you're gonna be you're gonna be getting rode hard and hung up wet. <laughs> money wise, I won't be. <laughs> so so that you got to make more money than them. This is always what it is. You got to make more money than them. Not many men in their age group make more money than them. Not even any, many men in the next age group make more money than them enough to satisfy these monetized thoughts. Why don't women typically date down? Because we deserve more. You, we deserve more. Who told you that? I, this is mind-boggling to me. This is mind-boggling. Who told you you deserve more? Based off what? We're going to show you what. I'm going to give you one reason why they're doing this. Facts. We're all queens. How, how is that possible? How is that possible? <laughs> there can only be one queen. This is not possible. We deserve kings. What makes you a queen? No further explanation needed. Yeah. She's like, look, take a look why I'm a queen. I'm looking. I don't see queen. I see Tuesday or Thursday night. I see down your esophagus. That's about an I see use and discard. I see pleasure principle. I'm not denying that she could not be used. There's usage, but there is not queen here. And this sassy behavior, it is not suiting women at all. It's going to be problems for them. Let's continue. Uh, no, our, personality, our, love. our personality, really. What what personality would that that's there's no personality here. My charisma. <laughs> like, like charisma. What is leading these people to think this way? We're gonna get to it in a minute. Hold on. Honestly though, why do you think a guy should date you? Because most men, nine out of ten men, you have to raise. Where <laughs> where are they getting this shit? And if I'm raising you, you should fund my you should pay me again. Okay, you can raise me. That's for damn sure. You'll get a raise out of me. You won't have to raise me, but you'll get a raise out of me. And you know what else you're gonna get? You're gonna get put out. New, new, <laughs> new, new, new world. Your ass gonna get. I got money. You guys gonna get your biology books, and you're gonna be walking around like I be finessing old men. You're gonna be sitting up there like this, get him, and then you're gonna say, "Gotta get my bag and run." <laughs> and at the end of the year, 
your cash app going to look like $5,500. That's what it is for the whole year. Not enough to retire on, ma'am. All right, so let me take those guys down. It's, it's tragic. But this is the reason. This is right here. The reason why these psychos think the way they think. And I'll play the volume. I'm going to play the volume for you. No picture. I don't know if I can do that, actually. So I'll play the video. Let me see if I can set it up. This is going to be why. And I know people are going to be like, nah, it's because you, it's because you're giving them $5,000 or five, uh, you're paying for five biology books. Not so. I'm going to tell you why. These guys right here are the culprit. Listen, wait a minute. Play it. Play it. Way to get better at talking to girls. Hands down, this is going to make your game 10 times better. So the next time you see a beautiful woman, you can go up to her and talk to her and get a date. Instead of going home sad knowing you didn't even shoot your shot. Talk to everyone you meet throughout your day. That right there, that right there is the reason these women think that they are the shit. This is the reason right here. Great inflation. This goose has talked to every single woman you see every day. So every time he sends a group of you goofy ass hat wearing to the back ninjas out here, which are just for men dyed ass beard out there to talk to these women, they think they're the shit. We're all queens. Everybody wants us. We're the shit. We got to teach and lead you. These dudes are begging to be with me. Every time I walk outside, eight dudes come up and talk to me. I swear to God, people don't think about how this inflates the ego, overinflates, and it great inflates the woman. And this dude, he, it, without the beard and the hat backwards, I guarantee you there's a recessed chin in there. I guarantee you there's a recessed chin. Without the testosterone treatments, without the testosterone treatments, without the push-ups, the DHEA, the steroids. These guys are inflating the egos of the women while they're telling you it's a numbers game and you're running game and you're macking. I swear to God, I know, we can say it's the OnlyFans sims. We can say it's the sugar daddies, the tricks. We can say it. But I'm telling you, it's the guys that are telling you to talk to all of them. Run, I don't see how you don't see that how that inflates the ego of the woman because then it's going to come down to don't be afraid of rejection. But but I get that. I understand it. it. It seems to make sense for a group of guys. But if every guy talks to every girl and every girl rejects eight to ten guys a day, how the hell does that not inflate her ego? How does that not take her up here if every goddamn day she re rejects 10, 10, 8, 5, 20 guys a day? And then you're running around saying it's a numbers game, but y'all all running around here inflating the egos. I don't understand why people don't see this. Well, these dumb gym bros don't get it. You don't get it. Let me, let me continue with this guy here. Practice starting conversations with. Practice starting conversations. Just practice. Well, while you're practicing, you're inflating the egos of average ass women. Strangers. This includes women, but I'm talking about absolutely everybody. The cute little old lady standing in line at the bank. The grumpy fat dude at Home Depot. 
If you just practice starting conversations with everybody you see all day long, and it doesn't matter who they are, you're going to get much better at just cold approaching people in general. Then when it comes time to approach a beautiful woman, you're not going to feel like you're coming from zero experience. Okay, so let me just get this straight. I'm going to tell you this right there. First of all, there's not that many beautiful women. Second of all, I tell you, man, and I can show you with evidence. If you ever want me to do it, I'll show you on locals. When guys approach women, almost overwhelmingly, they do they avoid the beautiful women. Especially when you're practicing. You start practicing on the fat bitches. You start practicing on the 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 plain James. You start practicing on the women that you shouldn't practice on. Why? Because when you practice on the subpar or the slightly above average or the plain Janes, you inflate the ego of the those women. And then those women think they're nines, but they're fours. They're 49ers. You start practicing on the gorditas because you're like, oh, I'm just practicing. You're not just practicing. What you're doing is getting rejected. And then as every time they reject, their ego goes up. You guys don't see it coming. And the women who are the truly beautiful women, they rarely ever get talked to or practice on. And every now and then, some guy will get one of those by talking to them because they really get their shot shot at them. And ladies, if you're telling me right now, agreeing, stop it right now. You're not an eight or a nine. Bullshit. Let's continue. You're not going to freak the fuck out because you'll have had all this practice. And if this helps you and you need help with dating, getting over a breakup, fixing your mindset, getting in shape, follow me on Instagram at Mindset Master Mike. DM me free PDF. Well, there goes that. <laughs> all right. Give them, give them a give them a shout if y'all want some game. But this is why then, this is why then, trust me, I this is making this, it makes sense if you think about it. When these dudes just say it's a numbers game and they go practice on just anyone, then the numbers game, because there's not that many attractive women. So you're obviously approaching ugly ass women or fours or fives or sixes or plain Janes or school moms or Karens or you're not approaching the, the models, the real models, not the instant. You're approaching these women. And then they be like, who the hell are you? Because they're used to rejecting. They're constantly approached. They're used to just calling you out. But you're saying, well, I'm just practicing. But then the next man comes up to, and they try to be real with the women. But guess what? She's like, she's like this. We're all queens. We're all queens. We deserve. Give me money. A woman that that's that's constantly rejecting 10 guys a day, 10 guys a week, all of a sudden thinks she can sell it. Mm. All of a sudden thinks that, oh, um, I'll, I'll just charge men for it. Now I got so much value and options. You guys don't see how you're messing the game up. You think you're helping the game, but you're inflating the ego of these people. Playing this game where you saying it's practice, but it ain't no, it ain't even game or practice. You just got to learn how to talk to women. No, you just got to learn how to not inflate the ego of these people. For real, man. It's 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 not rocket science. But gym bros and dudes that wear their hat backwards and dudes that put just for men in their beards at 42. Yeah, your ass is going to think you're doing something out here. Mm. <laughs> and shout out to all the men who put just for men in their beards. Last one on this one. Here, here it is again. This is another example. 
This is another example of grade inflation. Grade inflation. Take a look. This woman says, fighting fit. I am five foot seven. I'm a five foot seven gym girl and weigh 240 pounds. Oh, the humanity. She wears it pretty well. Trolls say atrocious things, but I'm the heaviest and happiest I've ever been. I'm not happy. <laughs> Don't ever let them think that. That Listen, I worked in the fitness industry. Do not let anybody ever say that they're happy at that weight. There's no possible way. But let's take a look, Ski. Let's take a look, Ski, right here. Obviously, um, if this was a Tinder profile, this is normally what a Tinder profile will look like. She's got the uh, cropped out stomach and buttocks and hips, but the cleavage and everything in front, and she's got her hair in front. So at first, you will be like, oh, she looks a little thick, but let's take a look. Uh, I got to turn the volume down on this one, but um, let's take, wait a minute. Uh, where is it? Let's go back to the beginning. You know, this is on Instagram. Ninjas will be going crazy. But you can tell she's a big girl. Uh, let's, wh wh where's the, where's the rest of the, oh, there she is right there. There she is right there. Okay, here we go. Oh, the humanity. Now, I mean, listen, we've done worse than this. We've done worse than this. But she says this is what 240 pounds looks like. Or wait, looks like on me. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. If she has a market, she has a marketplace. There's dudes that are plenty of dudes are going to pipe this down. And she's confident in that so much so that she's putting herself in a position where she wants the highest value guy. I guarantee you. She's not dating an average guy. She ain't even trying to. She's happy at where she is. And if you challenge her on it, she's like, hey, I don't need you. But she wants probably the highest value guy that she can get. And she still believes she can get it. Why? Great inflation. Go back to the game, guys. You guys are, this woman's getting approached. This woman's getting approached because you approach ninjas are playing the numbers game. And trust me, this woman's getting more approaches than the true eights and nines on the marketplace. It ain't even close. It's about 80%. She's getting 80% of the cold approaches. The attractive women are getting about 20. I can prove this any day of the week. And not only that, she's getting 80% of the sex. Dudes are smashing that. Dudes are taking that in. They're slow Tuesday in that. She just can't get a, a commitment or a, a true relationship the way she wants it. She can get one from a guy who would be happy to take her and be a good guy. She doesn't want that. Okay. She getting smashed by dudes that got abs, muscles, and shit like that. Okay. Black guys, white guys, it don't matter. She getting plugged. And then when you come up to her as a regular dude, she going to be like, what? Get out of here. Oh, the humanity. So this is what she looks like. There she is. There's the back shot. Wait, give me that back shot one more time. Give me that. Look at, man, my goodness. That is a, this is a big woman, man. You guys don't realize what 240 is. That is a big, big woman. And she's probably 20-something years old. How old is she? She's going to get bigger. She's not getting smaller than that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the humanity. Hold on. Can I get this pic? Why is this screen picture so big? I can smell this picture. Oh, the humanity. 
y'all would be going in. Trust me, trust me. Her DMs are her DMs are full. Meanwhile, this flat back down here probably ain't getting that much action. You see her at the gym, you ain't pitching no game because game dudes are cowards. Game dudes are pitching game right in here. Trust me, I got video evidence to prove this from a dating coaches themselves. I can show you a video right now to prove it. I'll show it to you this weekend on the members chat. They are not approaching girls like this. They will approach this girl. This girl will immediately reject them with a glance and they'll go skedaddling. <laughs> Meanwhile, they'll talk to this girl right here for about 20 minutes. 20 straight minutes. Talking about they putting a, a little bit of game in her ear. <laughs> Where are we at? Oh, the humanity. Okay, let me see here. Stop sharing the screen. Stop sharing the screen. All right, let me see. Is that the last point on that one? Um, yeah, I guess we'll come back to another point. Let me get to contributions. All right. All right, all right, all right. Thank you for any contributions that you guys have. Cash app, PayPal, Venmo, and all of that, all of that, all of that. Shout out to the brothers here. We got John says, at the gym, seen on the bench with a bonnet. Shaking my head. You seen a dude with a bonnet at the gym. Yeah, man, we get into a, some weird territory. All right, Christopher says the little boys becoming, uh, the little boys become homeboys on the Ebony cover. Yeah, yep. And then they, and then dudes try to defend it. Oh, well, it was the anime dude. One, one face, whatever the dude's name was. One shot, one kill. What was the dude's name? Oh, he was just mimicking him. Nah, there's too much suspect shit going on in here. No, man. So, yeah, the little boys become the dude there, and they'd be like, well, what's wrong with it? It was the one face guy. I know I'm getting the name wrong. One Piece. It was One Piece. It was One Piece. I looked at One Piece, and then I looked at him, and it was not even close. The only <clears> thing <throat> that looked like One Piece was the was the, uh, was the 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 uh cape. That was the only thing. Everything else looked nothing like One Piece. All right, anyway. Shout out to Monkey D in here. All right, Daniel says, love the show today. Don't forget Big Mike. I know, the, one of the first readings out here. All right, shout out to Dame Digital, best edutainment on YouTube, free agent lifestyle for life. For, 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 for life, for life. Mr. Big Buck says, ever heard of the Black Boulet coach? There's a barbecue in there. Uh, some things, yeah. There's barbecue in there. Some things are better left for the members chat. Where's LeBron James, by the way? Uh, anyway, shout out to Han Solo says, had a belly deli with a bush and it was good. Now you're in therapy. Is that what you're saying? You're in therapy. By the way, we just want to acknowledge that um, it is not because of person size that they cannot be good people and they cannot be have good be good intimately. But what we have to also understand is sometimes that that these people are the ones, um, you know, put us pedestalizing themselves and men pedestalizing them to the point where the dating demographics are all off. Okay, Mr. Davis is in the building, been in sports. It's a wrap. I know the playbook. Yes, we know the play. When you have the playbook. It's a little, little easier game. Shout out to no government name. Neil says, love you, coach. No homo. Please sing me some R&B. All right, I think I gave you some R&B. We even did the, I believe the children are the future. With Miss Anderson, 
running around there virtue signaling, or as I call it, indoctrinating young ghetto kids. <laughs> All right. Anyway, no government name. It's crazy on Reels and YouTube now. All of these women are popping up, echoing what you and others have been saying for years about why relationships are over and what men want. Where were they before? I guess that's the one positive thing about Gen Z women. Many of them are more apt to, to go with what we've been saying for the last 10 years because they can see it. Whereas women that are my age, they still won't see it or refuse to see it. Later on, they'll be one of the most highly evicted people and in financial difficulty and still single and still acting like, you know, they'll be acting like Chelsea Handler fronting like they're normal. But I, I'm actually a little, it's sad. You know, you can't account for timing. It's kind of like, you know, in the 70s and 80s, uh, I bet you NBA players from the 70s, 80s and 90s looks at NBA players now and they look at it and say, man, if I made the, if I made the money these guys made, you know, they, there could be a little jealousy and a little bit like that sucks. I, I came at the wrong time, pause. But men like me and the men before me, we came at the wrong time. I mean, I'm still kind of in here being relevant. I'm still trying to hack away at it. But I will every now and then be uh, charged with copying people that are were nowhere around two years ago. And it's kind of, that's kind of frustrating. You know what I mean? When they call certain people goats and even people before me probably feel that way about me and the people coming forward. There's people now that are women barely eight, older than 28 and they get a massive following and all kind of pats on the back. Even men that aren't even red pill, they're purple pill at best. They got no red pill. All they're doing is been copying people like me and I don't want to make it sound like copying. They've been listening, but they're all one blow job away from the plantation, but they kind of get a bigger following and an audience. And yeah, because they're kind of younger and it, it, it's all those things. It, it's not frustrating, but sometimes I'll look at it with a side eye. I'll be like, oh boy, that's kind of how I look at it. I don't look at it as some of these other red pill guys. They look at it. Don't listen to these guys. I just kind of roll my eyes like, oh Yeah. But the same thing, the, the funny thing for me is some of these, I, I um like I've been completely shadow banned. Like I'm demonetized, shadow banned. And that's the kind of thing that makes me go, this is crazy because if I started two years ago, I would be monetized. I would be pushed through the algorithm. Nobody would be stopping me. But some of these people are monetized. <laughs> Shit. They get in sponsorships, monetized, pushed through the algorithm. They have no resistance from the platforms, zero resistance, not even on Instagram. Do you realize I've lost Instagram pages? Like I've been deleted, demonetized on Facebook, YouTube, and such and such. Now, some of these other guys, even celebrity males on podcasts and comedians on television shows are saying exactly what I'm saying and nobody's stopping them. It's just a mat. It's just a, it's just a case of time. It's just a case of time. Like you came along, along at the wrong time. My channels will never be, oh, well, we'll, we'll monetize you now uh, because we're letting it go. And it's just a case of Instagram is no longer putting the kibosh on this speech. YouTube is kind of like whatever. In many cases, they're kind of like, eh, 
But five years ago, no, not the case. They were consciously making an effort to stop the conversation. They were consciously making, or somebody saying they're industry plants. Yeah, that's kind of what's going on. That's kind of how I look at it. And I don't mean any hate or harm towards people who are the new people or the new voices. Hey, there's got to be new voices. My old ass only got a certain amount of time. I'd be lucky to string this out for a couple more years, maybe five years. At some particular point, I'll just be too old looking or old sounding to relate to these people. So they need new young people. They need new young voices. And um, if and when it comes to women in this space, I've always been suspect of them. And I've always told them where their place should be. But the fact that people have usurp or allowed these people to usurp the men in this space is kind of disheartening. It's kind of disheartening for men. It's not the women I'm disheartened at. I don't mind it. They can do what they want to do and say what they want to say. I think it's disheartening that men call these people leaders of the manosphere, <laughs> right? the biggest voice, the most popular, the biggest following, like they give them a leg up over, and then they might accuse me of copying these people. That's disheartening. That makes it, it it's somewhat sad, right? And you go, wow, it's like, oh, good God, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, the humanity, right? Oh, the humanity. So anyway, No government name says my coworker made a purchase for his side hustle. The wife seen the purchase and told him she didn't support him to make the purchase. Coach, you never fail. I tell you how it is. The best thing about me is I have experience all the way along. Many younger people don't yet. So they're just, this gives you an indication that they are, they're not copying what we're saying, but they're basically using what we're saying and trying to apply it to their world. But they don't have no experience. You're talking about most of these men and women. They've never been married. They've never had a long-term cohabitating relationship. They've never had a domestic violence or temporary restraining order. They've never had kids. They've never had kids taken away from them. They've never been to a court proceeding. They've never been to, they don't have any experience. They've never had a serious relationship. They've all just kind of messed around and rode the carousel. The women rode the carousel. Some of them got married. One of them got married to an old ass man. Some of them were gay. And man, please, these people are not speaking from experience. They're just mimicking kind of what we're saying. And they're saying this and that. And what is this? They're they're kind of anecdotally not. It's not anecdotal. They're talking from the what if. They're like, oh, what if in a family court and they don't have no context. None of them ever ran game. None of them laid 50 women. Nah, it's just so. It's just so weird. They're they're just parroting. Yeah, parroting. They're parroting what they heard from us and not giving us credit. They're actually, yeah, it's more theory. Hypotheticals, thank you. They're just speaking hypothetically. And I'll add this. I just saw a video somebody shared of a woman I know who's in this space. She literally said, protect your meat. Now, I'm for goddamn sure she said my name in the video because I didn't, I didn't watch the video. But I would almost guarantee that she said my name in the video. 
Wouldn't you know it? I guarantee you she did not say my name. Now, who came up with Protect Your Meat? Look this shit up. It was a female content creator. There's only one person that came up with Protect Your Meat. And I'm going to give you this. It, I kind of took it from uh, a guy that I know who goes by the name of... Um, um, damn, I keep, I'm bad with names, but uh, he's been in this space for quite a long time. He does the helmet time. Sorry, I, I'm not, I forget your name. I forget your character name. Uh, but um, hold on for a second. I got to plug in my computer. But that's the type of stuff I talk, I talk about. Now, if you want to say monkey double backflip every now and then, yeah, but you cannot say protect your fucking me. I mean, come on, man. There's no way. That's the type of shit that I'm talking about. I don't, I, I get it, man. Do not, but don't do that. Don't do that without saying my damn name. I'm like, that's terrible. But another guy said he was, they would say ATM, attention, time, and money. So I kind of flipped attention, time, and money to meet money, energy, and time. So I will say that. Who was the guy that I'm talking about? He watches our show. He's probably like, say my name. But when, when I hear shit like that, I'd be like, what in the hell are we doing? And those people have larger audiences than me. Those people have bigger. And then what's going to happen is they're going to, that shit's going to fly. And they're going to be like, oh, you're copying CGA. I, I, I just be like, it's so bad. But ATM was the original meat. And the brother that I'm talking, oh, it's Red Pill, RPM, Red Pill Mary. That's who I got it from. So ATM was what was in the manosphere previous to meat. So people would say women want ATM, attention, time, and money. Then I said money, energy, attention, and time, meat. Okay. Just to, just to push it in here, I'm not trying to be petty, but goddamn. This is getting out of control, and it's normally women and these young guys. They run it with our shit, and then they got their little Instagram audience, and they're trying. <sighs> Let's get into it. But what the, the problem is, this guy said he made a purchase for his side hustle. The wife kiboshed it, and that's called dream killing. Dream killing. People are dream killers out here. Uh, wives will kill your dream mainly, mainly because she knows she's going to lose you if you win and good. And you know what the, the big thing is, if you start winning, let's just say you pursue your dream and you say, forget it. You know, I'm going to pursue my dream, whether you like it or not, she's going to put it down, tell you you're a loser. If you start off slow, she'll leave you in five to 10 years. She'll be suing you for child support on the very thing she told you would not work. <laughs> she'll be taking you for alimony saying you're making all this money on the very damn thing that she divorced you from they are literally some of the biggest leeches and sabotage saboteurs in the history of life <laughs> they were like oh you're this and you're a loser you try to start your business you fell flat on your face you wasting your time doing this. And then when they see you bringing in money, she's going to say, that's my money. You owe me. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? Trust me, I live this on a daily basis.
I live this on a daily basis. They literally do shit like that. When I, they, they've been talking shit to you, talking about you don't have a real job and you're going to lose and, oh, you ain't making enough money for me. I need a man to treat me like a princess. They'll dump your ass at the family court. Then they'll see you five, 10 years later and be like, wait a minute. Taking you back for modifications of child support. These people are losers. Parasites at best. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Somebody said, I heard somebody say, uh, you can either love women or understand them. You can't do both. I, now, I don't know if I came up with that, but that's something that I've been pushing through and I chose understanding. Man, I mean, can't make shit up. All right, look, I got to get back to the show. We're really going to go into Gen Z. All right, I did spend a lot of time. I'm going to get back to the contributions here. We'll have a lengthy one in a minute. Um, Gen Z, Gen Z's lost women. We got a woman here. We're going to play a video of her. We're not going to, I'm not there to um, critique her as an individual. I think she's a nice, polite young lady. But we're going to look at where Gen Z women are going. They're, they're, they're lost out here. They don't have any direction. Many of the mothers have already sabotaged them and set them back. Many single mothers don't set their kids off with an advantage. They actually make their kids start over on life. Well, you got to start over. You grown now. Or they'll um, be codependent with them. They're not kicking the kids off uh, with a great life. And I don't want to hear you say uh, these fathers ain't helping. Well, the fathers weren't there. I guarantee you he's filed for custody. And you fought him tooth and nail. All right. So I don't want to hear the bullshit. And the so-called you were protecting your kid. Now the kids out here swinging in the wind. So we got this person up here. First item up to bid is going to be this woman right here who says she's too pretty to work at McDonald's. Mm -hmm. And so she quit to make OnlyFans content. Now I will tell you, let's go ahead and show you the picture of the woman. This is the picture of the woman. And I think she made a right choice. Mm -hmm. She's a Jezebel at best. She should go get her money. She should go get her money. She can get used up by me for sure. But but look at the back of the bedroom and shit right here. This is not her own house. She lives still with her parents. Her parents aren't living better either. Look at this goddamn. Look at this. Look, look at this. Where's the blinds? Look, everything behind this tells me that they're barely living. And she's not living on her own. She's not making a ton of money. Okay, but she's too good to work at McDonald's. Okay, she's a 20-year-old Melanie Collette, 20 years old, had left her low-paying jog at McDonald's for Greener Pastures, the Greener Pastures known as OnlyFans. So this is their, this is their jump off. And this is because there's a monetized system. There's a monetized system, and women are joining it. Now, ladies, go get your money, but when you sell your soul, and down the line, you can't find a guy that treats you seriously, and you've been pumped full of sugar daddy protein, you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> you know what I mean? And this is all, this, this is Generation Z. This is it. it. says right here, she went from making $7 an hour at a fast food restaurant to making $1,800 a day creating exclusive content. Pretty good salary right there. The reason for her career change is that she's just too pretty for the job that she has. And I'm listen, I'm not... She's made the right choice because if I saw her on the other side of McDonald's counter, I would definitely say, you know, expect her to say, can I roll with you? What can I do? Colette claims that her manager at the uh, Edinburgh McDonald's hated her because of her looks. It would bully her. Not a surprise at all. I mean, yeah, she shouldn't be working at McDonald's. All right. She says that uh, she says those in charge would also send her to the store to buy products to take her makeup off. 
and remove her fake nails. Okay, she's she's gonna be a transactionally uh, moving around. She's gonna be uh, traded, used, and discarded. That's her future. Her coworkers were much nicer to her. Some of them flirted with her and encouraged her to go the exclusive content route before she quit. And she's getting the last laugh. No, no, not so much. Making the move to OnlyFans. She said, most of my colleagues flirted with me and a few of them had said to me, I should do OnlyFans before I left. And a couple of them now are buying my content. No word on if the managers who hated her um, is one of the subscribers, but she shares her thoughts on what it is like to work for him after revealing that some co-workers are paying customers, she said, but my manager hated me. I'm sure it's because I was pretty. Okay, here we go. Okay. Um, someone says, uh, you were born for OnlyFans content. Well, look, this is the world we're living in. I can't be mad at her. And she's making a pretty good decision, in my opinion. But uh, if this is your daughter, what are you thinking? If this is your daughter, are you stopping this? This is just too widely available to them. And not many women are turning this down. And many women that are doing this are way uglier than this, right? So this is where you have Generation Z. They're going McDonald's degree or being a whore, all right? And whore is looking too good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hoes are getting paid. It's going. This is the world we live in. For, for this, and she better get it while she got it now, all right? Because uh, if she waited five years, it would have just been a disaster for her. So this is where we're at. McDonald's, do the right thing, find a boyfriend, be a wife, or be a whore, all right? That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. And if you're a father and you say, no, you're not doing this. You're not ruining my name. No, you're not going to do this. Um, She's going to be like, bye-bye, dad, I'm out. I'm out. Remember, Chris Rock said your daughter, your job as a daughter is keep your daughter off the pole in today's world. Not even the people who are successful fathers can keep their daughter off the pole. And yes, yeah, somebody ABL says she'll become a housewife to somebody who will gladly play her to be there to be a beautiful woman. Paul George, uh, there's a lot of men that would pay her to be there regardless of her attitude. And uh, they'll even support her to continue making her OnlyFans content. Gen Z men or richer, wealthy men that are a little bit older, they're going to be the guys that kind of rescue the women from this. She has a bright future. Will she be happy? I don't know. By the way, Kobe Bryant's wife kind of started off like this if you really want to know. And if you wanted to know how that works out after 20 years, Vanessa Bryant was this before this was available. Anybody who thinks I'm lying, go do your history. Go do your history. <laughs> right? She was a video vixen model. That's where he met her. Uh, that's where he met her on, on, a, on a video shoot. And if you want to find out how it works out for her, that's how it works. <laughs> it worked out for her pretty well. All right, so um, anyway... But this is the this is the norm. And, and and one more thing, if you're a normie guy and you get it with a girl like that, good luck putting the kibosh to her monetized body. This is not going to you're not going to marry her and say you can't do OnlyFans. She's going to be like, nah, this comes with the package, even if she's 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. 
I'm still doing the prawn. No, I'm not changing for you. I'm in an open relationship. I still have sugar daddies on the side. This is where we're going. All right. Are these women lost or is this the new version of women? You, you guys let me know. Joe Biden approves of this, by the way. So let's go to Joe Biden and see what he has to say about it. Joe, uh, what do you think? This woman looks like a young woman. Uh, she does look like a freshman. She definitely is freshman age. Joe Biden, what do you have to say, sir? How old are you, honey? You're 11 years old. Talk to me before we leave, okay? Oh, Joe, I see. Yeah, man. <laughs> he, he has no problem with this as well. So not even the president is against this 304 activity. Tell us again, Joe. How old are you, honey? You're 11 years old. Talk to me before we leave, okay? <laughs> Joe, man, stop it, Goob. Hey, man, I thought you was with the freshman, Joe. I thought you. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> Joe Biden at the freshman at the at the uh, middle school now, apparently. Slow down. All right, you guys want some more data. We're talking about the lost generation, Generation Z. Can we save them or is it too late? Let's look at, look at this. Take a look at this. And I want you to notice in this photo who they show in this photo. All right. It's not what you think. Check this photo out. One in five adult members, adult members of Generation Z. So that's 18 to 20, roughly 25 or 26. One in five adult members of Gen Z self-identify as the Reading Rainbow community. And shout out to them. More power to them. Uh, that would be 20% for... The woman who was on the uh, Simone yesterday that had four hundred and twenty-eight and seven hundred thousand dollars, that would be twenty percent statistically, and it's the highest statistic of people in any generation that identify as reading Rainbow. Now, if you include include the people, if you include the people who are under eighteen, slightly under eighteen, and I know this for a fact because I've worked on high schools, campuses. They are already identifying. They've already been like 16, 17. They're already going that way. And if you included them, I'm sure the number would be higher. But take a look at the photo. Take a look at the photo. I don't see many men that they're featuring in here. What you're seeing is the majority of these people are more, they're more likely to be women that identify. And so they said Generation Z, but who's there? These in the front, I do see some men in the back, but they're mostly women. And I would probably dare to believe that many of these people in Gen Z that identify with the uh, alternative sexuality are going to be women. They're going to try. They're going to be bisexuals and trisexuals. They're going to try just about anything before they get to you guys. Just about everything. Then if so, um, let's go to this chart right here. The support for same sex marriages. You see Generation Z, uh, a lot of them in these years. President Obama administration. His remember, I said he has more impact on today's world than anything. Well, he supports it. He announced he supports it, which I'm not a supporter or not. Doesn't matter to me. But soon as he goes that way, then guess what? Boop. Have you seen that? It's been an increase on the ideology of it. It's been an increase in the acceptance of it. And so, as you see, his administration has led to a very, very steep change. 
and and what our public perception is of it. Um, identity as LGBTQ is doubled, and mostly during that Obama administration. Since then, it's doubled. And uh, here's the generation chart. Here, here's the generation chart. Okay, now you might you might trying to believe that I'm opposing this. I'm not opposing it. What I'm telling you is these people have already gone on to a different lifestyle or they're experimenting with the lifestyle. So we have the boomers, traditionalists, boomers, Gen X, millennials, Gen Z, all in that order. And take a look from the last five to ten, five to eight years since 2017, since 2017, this culture, Gen Z, skyrocket. That that part of people identifying it has skyrocketed way past the previous generations. Even the millennials have a slight increase, but we need to determine why this is. And I have a great theory as to why that is. All right. You're talking about the split households. You, you're talking about people that have been exposed to therapy already. Yeah. Oh, just be yourself. Just be yourself. Be yourself. Many of these people in these therapists are probably more reflective of this group for sure all right for sure and also um you have people who are they don't I, they don't know how to identify they are they identify with as nothing so they have an outlet to identify now oh just if you can't fit in anywhere we got a place for you and so when you're kind of well let's take a look at the photo again when you're when you have limited options take a look here if you know you got limited options and you don't want to self-correct or you don't want to do what? Make yourself better. You'll just say, I just want to be, this woman's under 20 and looking sloppy. She's like, well, I have no chance. I have, at least I have a chance for somebody to like me over here. I'll go. This one, you know, she's kind of a, she looks like a mixed girl or a Latina girl. She probably says, I'm not accepted by blacks. I'm not accepted by whites. Well, you're accepted over here. Okay, here I come. Take a look here. Now, instead of being a wife, take this out. You got porcelain princess here. I'll chop off my hair. I'll go to school in North Carolina. I'll take women's studies. Oh, we're oppressed. Hey, coming to our meeting. Boom. Take a look here. Like all of these people would not be on the great grand beauty scales, but these people could be somebody's good wife. Nope, we ain't doing that. I'll be accepted. I'm not accepted by many. I'm not going to do anything about it, but these people accept me as I am. All right, this is, in my opinion, same thing here, my opinion as to why you might potentially see this. You have a place to go, and that's big for any group of people. As long as you have a place to go, as long as you have a place to go and be accepted, I'll go there and do what I need to do. And, hey, listen, they might be enjoying themselves. Statistically and data and psychology tell us not, maybe not so. But they have a place. And any young person will go where they're accepted. Mm. All right. It's, it's what it is. This is just my opinion on it. I'm not against. I'm not for it. But later on, there's going to be some conversations about this. Going to be conversations. Uh, You know. You know, you know, you know. Let me give you another slide. Let me give you another slide. People don't have this. They don't want to have this hardcore conversation. People do not want to have it. Uh, let's see here. 
I got a damn Susie Orman ad coming up. Get, get off my damn screen. Let's look at this. We're talking about still Gen Z women right here. Still Gen Z. Um, and men. And men. It says right here, 22% of millennials are going into debt from dating. Everything is getting more expensive. So as things get more expensive, who's going to pay the bill? The women aren't. I ain't paying. I ain't paying for drinks. I ain't paying for dinners. Just like those women, those two uh, white women that we showed you. Nah, you need to pay. I'm worth it. I'm a queen. So the mindset hasn't changed, but the cost has gone up. And just when you say, no, it's not the Gen Z, it's not millennials, it's, it's not Gen Z, it's millennials. In this article, it says, in fact, 22% of millennials, that's age 26 to 41, and 19% of Gen Zers, Zoomers, age 18 to 25, have gone into debt from what they've spent on dating. Um, dating's dead, all right? It's just, it's just not affordable. Especially if the woman says, well, I'm worth it and I'm a queen and ninjas keep approaching her and people keep driving up her value and she keeps rejecting dudes and then she keeps thinking that dudes should be making 100K when they barely make 40. You see how the, the marketplace is going to be messed up. And dude's still hitting it for free. And not only that, she's giving it away for free to do she wants to hit and making you take her out on a $90 date. And if you don't got $90 or you're not that dude and you don't have game, you're out. Or you better get a passport. <laughs> okay. Or you better get a passport. Because the passport bros are going over to places where this does not apply. They're finding places where this is eliminated. And I do not blame them at all. It makes sense. If you're in this age group of men or slightly older, there ain't no better choice to take your monkey ass over there. It's a great choice. Even if you then go, my $90 goes way further than the $90 in America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not $90 between both people. I, I would say the average date, depending on where you live, is 150 to 200 bucks. Easily. Easily. By the time, if you have two drinks between each other, two drinks is already at 80 to $90. So if you don't get the drinks, the woman's going to be like, well, can I buy a drink? I actually went on a date with a young lady. She's 20 years old. I'm sorry, 21. And um, she actually had a drink, I had a drink, and she said she actually was one of the first women to ask me, can she get another drink? <laughs> All right. This was when I was in Italy, by the way. She was like, can I get another drink? She was, I've, I've rarely ever heard that. And by the way, she was nasty as hell. But anyway, most women be like, I'll buy, she'll, she'll just order the drink. And I was like, what? So she asked me, she was like, hey, uh, do you mind? Can I get another drink? So Bella proceeded to get bent over, right? She proceeded to get, she got that $40 taken out of her really quickly. All right, I got $40 worth of, I got my return on that dollar. All right, anyway. So uh, I thought that was rather polite. She was very, very elegant, polite woman. All right, she was way better than many her attitude and approach and her performance was way better 
than uh, any American women that I've dealt with. All right, so anyway. Here it is right here. We're going into Gen Z, and then I got a great video for you. Sorry I'm taking so long on this one, but I got to give you the data. 45% of women expected to be single and childless by 2030. Well, if you do the math, that's going to be all of Generation Z. Like, they're, right now, there's underage Generation Z, but by this point, all of Generation Z will be mature adults. So just know when they do, when they're saying this, they are counting old Generation Xers, old millennials, but they're also um, factoring in that the majority of these will be Gen Z women. They're going to make up the biggest cohort of this group. Okay, it's a Rapsky. And why? Attitude. Some of them are celibates. Many of them experimenting, reading Rainbow, in therapy, trying to heal from past traumas. Uh, they're gone. Zooted, drugged out, mentally, farmed out, farmer out, only fans out. Holding out for the best effort left out. I mean, boy, they're going to be in a mess. Quite the quandary. Uh, quandary. 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 All right. I got so much to share. I'm going to get right to this point. We're going to skip these things. Let's listen to this young lady. Just a few minutes. Fair use. This is an example. And then I'll get to all. I'll catch up with all the contributions. This is going to be the example. We're going to use this woman. Uh, don't go harass her page. She actually knows that this video might be shared and she realized that she was opening up to herself. Why? Because women have nobody to talk to. They don't have no boyfriends to talk to. Uh, they come get throttled by who they want to get throttled and then they're left there leaking. Nobody wants to deal with their shit. Most of them are dealing with trauma. All of them will acknowledge that they're dealing with trauma. But then when I tease them about it and I use it against them, well, what's wrong with that? Well, you guys are psychos. That's what's wrong with it. If you're out here acknowledging that you're mentally ill, who wants to deal with you, please? I'm going to always use that against you until you guys come off of it. And stop acting like you have such a bad life. You guys are entitled, spoiled brats. That's what you are. And lazy at that. Okay. You guys shouldn't be voting. You shouldn't be having any relationships. You shouldn't have any custody of no kids. You shouldn't barely be doing nothing but working. And they can't even pull that off. But they got enough time to fornicate and get tattoos and spend money getting avocado toast and Starbucks. And acting like they're queens. This is crazy. But here's the deal. Let's listen to her. She says, I don't feel like myself anymore. Oddly enough. That's how many of them feel because we're going to look at the comment section and many of them are going to identify with what she's talking about. Let's listen up. But this is something I've been wanting to get off my chest. You know what I'm saying? And she seems like a sweet young lady. So um, I will refrain from dissing her personally. She seems like a sweet young lady. Let's play it. I've seen this post recently about this girl on TikTok and she was like ranting about how like, like, everybody looks the same. Like, everybody does the same things. Like, there's nothing original, you know? And then this other girl stitched it and was like, girl, the same people who say nobody's original is the same people who look like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Who do the same thing as everybody else. And they talk about nobody's original. Girl, you ain't original. You know what I'm saying? And it, it clicked into my head, right? That fair use, fair use. A lot of us don't have any original thoughts anymore. 
Like all of our thoughts are influenced by other people's thoughts. Like our ideas that we think is like, um, we got the idea from somebody else because you saw them do it and then you put your little remix on it and then you say it's original, but it's not original because it's a remix. But that's like always been happening. Like from the beginning of the time, people remix music and all that type of stuff. But I just feel like nothing's original anymore. Like I don't feel like myself either. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like I have an original thought anymore. Like I used to have something and I just do it. You know what I'm saying? When I used to do YouTube back in like 2019, I'll, all my thoughts were original. Like literally anything I said, I filmed it, I recorded it, and boom, that's it. I didn't think about it twice, nothing. Now I think I stopped myself from thinking. I don't know what it is, but I just don't feel like myself. Well, let me just put it like this. And, you know, if I was recording myself at her age, I probably would sound just as nuts. But what happening is everybody's doing the thinking for them. Everybody's telling them how to think and feel. So much so that if you have an alternative thought, they are going to stomp that shit out. So this is why they send you to go talk to somebody and they send you to go uh, be indoctrinated by this. And they tell you what to think about that. And if you think anything opposite, they cancel you and they squash you and they call you a misogynist and I'm old school knuckle dragger. You can't have an original thought in this day and age. So I feel bad for these individuals. So they got to copy and mimic. They got to go with the programming and propaganda. Group think is how it is. And if you have an alternative thought, they stomp it out. So that's why she probably doesn't feel like herself anymore. It sucks. Let's continue. I don't feel like myself anymore. I feel, I want to say insecure of myself, like of my real self. I don't know what it is. But well, they don't even know. See, this is why I say they're lost. They're gone. They're gone. You know, sheeples can't be <laughs> when you're a sheeple. So they're not encouraged to have their own thoughts and they're encouraged to kind of look like the same thing. And all of these Instagram models look the same way and they follow them and they feel insecure and black women can't feel like they have a standard of beauty. This is a nice, pretty cute little girl. Uh, she could be, oh, she'd be all right. She, her hair ain't like I like it, but I, I try to refrain from dissing black women's hair too, too much. There's very insecure about that. But she could be okay if she got her head on straight. They're also encouraged not to be led by men. We can lead men. We can have our own thoughts and have our own careers and all. And it's not true. It's panning out to be not true. All these ideals and all of these things, we can do it and we are powerful. And it's simply not panning out. Many of them are being laid on the wayside of these streets. All right. That's what is happening. It's an evil world we live and in. And the only way for them to compete is to turn to be a what? Hooker, Instagram model, sugar baby. That's what they really do on the side. In these streets. It, it's getting bad for them out here. They are really have nowhere else to turn. And they can't turn to their mothers because their mothers are just as mentally ill as them. Prescribed meds as them. Broken as them. Competing with them. Codependent. Losers like them. Two broke chicks. They... They don't can't turn to mom, can't turn to dad. Dad is either gone or have been pushed out or gave up or hands are tied. So people say you can be strong and independent, go on and get your career. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I can focus on my career. Hey, and they end up lost like her. Trust me, when we get to the comment section of this video, you're going to realize it's just not her. They're lost. And it's the blind leading the blind. They're eating themselves, bro. This is these are the confidence these are the confident women that reject you when you cold approach them. And then they go home to that. You see their apartment? 
That's a pretty nice living that she has there. That's what they go home to. Like they're doing better than. It's not just her. Yeah, that's what I meant. They go home to that like they're doing better than you. Now, what she has, she has a pretty nice living situation, but it ain't a grand house. She's acting like she's going home to millionaire status. When they reject you, they go home to that. They choose to say that. And I don't. And when they do that, they walk around and they act like they're making it in the world. It's decent space, but they, they act like they're going home and they got options to be a millionaire when they go home. Yeah, you two broke for me. Let's continue. I just don't feel like myself anymore. I feel like... I got replaced by a robot. And I, <laughs> I ain't gonna say that for real. No Illuminati. We don't got no Illuminati and nothing coming over here. But I'm just saying, I don't feel like myself. I feel like. What's the uh, I feel like. Your rent's due, motherfucker. That's what I feel like. But she's a sweet young lady. I, I, I like her personality. I would like to sit down and talk to her. Uh, but let's continue. We're like brainwashed or something. I don't know how to explain it, but she she feels like she's brainwashed. What did I tell you? New, 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 new world order. MK Ultra. When when these adults take advantage of the kids, telling them what they should do and how they should feel and try to unpack shit that they never get over. This is how they feel. When they feel like they can't have an alternative thought, this is how they feel. When they tell you, you belong and you should do this. And this is how you should. Girl, you could. This is how they feel. They're going nowhere, bro. Let's continue. I have no original thoughts. I have no thoughts to begin with. Like, I feel like I'm so blank. And I've never been this blank in my life. But I just feel so, I want to say dead inside. But Damn. I don't feel alive anymore. Yo, <laughs> are you hearing this, y'all? This is exactly, this is what happens. Continuing. I feel like an NPC. And I told somebody this the other day, and they was like, that's terrible to think of yourself. But I feel it. I feel like I'm just somebody here. Like, I don't feel like I have any, like, I want to say I don't have any purpose, but I just don't feel like I'm here for real. I just feel like I'm living here. Yeah, dude, look, most of it is because she's been given, a, you know, not her personally, but this generation has been given just about everything. And they haven't had to really earn it. So now they're adults and they're like, okay, what else is left? Okay, I got a BMW 3 Series when I was 16 and 18 or 21 or 25. Now what? Oh, I need the 5 Series. Okay, I know. Okay, now I need a Range Rover. Okay. Uh <laughs> like, I was just like a character on the planet. I don't know. But I don't know. Maybe because I've, I've lost my purpose what and works? why I'm here or why I do things. Or what I'm supposed to do. I have no idea of what I'm supposed to do. Now, this age group would have been wives of two kids already. But they've been encouraged. Nah, girl, you're going to have something greater in the end. And she realizes there's nothing greater. Yep, she needs a husband and two kids to distract her. This is the idol's time is the devil's time. Idle time is the devil's time. And a lot of women are living on idle time. And it's the devil's time. You need some kids to distract you. That's what you need. You need a husband to look after. You need some duties and responsibilities. Oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be a slave. So they choose to be this. Guys, trust me, women are not busy. They're being just, they, their time is just idle. These young women in this age group, Gen Z, they're not busy. They're scrolling TikTok. They're recording goofy TikTok videos. They're lost. They don't have no purpose. And the one purpose that they might think about for five seconds, maybe I'll get married and have kids. 
some woman is going to come and say you're too young for that. And this woman will be 26 years old. I don't know how old this woman is. She'll be 20 freaking six. And a woman will say, nah, girl, live your life. And she's like, "What? do what? I I'm lost. I've tried so many freaking things to like, I don't know, find my purpose or see what I'm good at. And Why don't they get married and be a wife? I, I ain't trying that. Now, I'm not, I'm not supporting marriage. I do, but I'm not anti-marriage. This is what women should be doing. This is what nature tells us they should be doing. Because when they don't do it, this is what they do. They all fail. So, at this point, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I, I honestly don't. I've tried so many things, and, and nobody could ever say that I haven't tried. Well, you didn't try a husband. Because I try my ass off. Anybody who knows me in my life, I've tried so many freaking businesses, all types of things. See? I've had See? so many trades. I've done so many things. For so, look. So, she... <laughs> businesses I, i'm just i cringe to no wonder what businesses she's tried i mean come on she's tried businesses what were you a dj a nail tech a eyelash tech a hair salon a cosmetologist a engineer uh you got a degree oh what what what, 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 what kind of businesses have you started come on we already know you 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 uh hustle flip shoes what what are we talking about what are we talking about? This is the majority of women. I tried this. I tried that. What about what about being a loyal wife, girlfriend? Nope. I ain't doing that. Hell no. That's slavery. Why? They've been told this. But they have no other choice. And where's her mom? Gone. Dad. Gone. Mom got all the child support and ain't giving her no instruction. Moms don't. Single mothers do not have plans for their kids. This is how their kids end up. Average and, and lost for none of them to work out in my favor. And I don't know. Some people say maybe I tried too many things and I should have stuck with one. But me sticking with one thing just didn't work out for me. Okay. So I don't know. I, I can say I've tried, though. I've tried my hardest. To this day, I'm still trying to figure it out. But I don't know. At first, I thought this is how I pictured my life. Like, oh, I'm just going to go, I'm going to be completely transparent All right. right now. This is how I pictured my life, okay? Originally, and um, uh, Noelle, if you want to come do an interview with me, let me know. Let me know. She's going to get a notification that I've used her video for content, fair use. Please let me know. I'd love to have a conversation with you. When I first graduated high school, I knew I didn't want to go to school. I knew I didn't want to go to school because I wasn't brain smart. I've never thought of myself as brain smart. I've always been creative. I've always been a creative. I've always created clothes. In high school, I designed my own clothes. Like, All right, so she's going the fashion designer route. Uh, too many people going to bed. We don't need this many goofy-ass fashion designers. All you're going to be doing is folding sweaters at Express. Mm. All right, that's all you're doing. Not like from scratch, but I've made my own outfits because I didn't really go shopping that much in high school because we was broke. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I had to make my own fits. So I knew from that day I was always a creative. I did YouTube. I always did arts and craft. I was an art person. Like I always wanted art classes or drama classes. I just knew I was a creative person. I knew college, there would be nothing for me there. So I never went, right? Now these days I regret that I didn't go. But at the same time, I don't regret it because I knew I didn't want to do anything in college. You know what I'm saying? And... That's not a bad I don't know. Decision. Now I feel like I'm at this point. Like I'm just gonna go to college just oh, no, to no. do something that I don't want to do. Just okay. So she she actually made a good decision by not going and wasting her time 
But now that time has gone by. She's saying, well, maybe I'll just go to college at 26. Mm. And now she's going to get into debt and she re- and she doesn't even know what to study. I'm just going to go. Bad decision. So I can have a good job because where are her parents? Where's her mama at? Please, where the daddy at? Like, that's how I feel like I'm, I'm at this point in my life. But I know it wouldn't make me happy either way. But nothing's making me happy. Like, I- I'm not happy. <laughs> Man, these are the women that y'all get in turn. This is the woman you run a game. These when you're at home, lonely gentlemen and wanting a girlfriend. These are the girls. I'm going to play a little bit more. Go through the comment section here. I have no nothing that's making me happy, period. So I might as well go where the money is instead of happiness. And my whole life, I chose happiness first. And I think, I don't know if I wasn't thinking right. You know, because everybody says, follow your dreams, do what you like to do. And that's how I lived my life, the first beginning section of my life. I guess I st- I'm still at the beginning, but I feel old now. But that's how I thought of my life always. Choose happiness over what everybody else wants you to do. That's how I always thought of life. That's how I always lived life on YOLO status, okay? And now that I'm getting older, I'm starting to regret, should I have had a, like, followed the rules? Should I have went to college right after, chose something like freaking law or, or something like that just so I could, you know, I don't know. I really don't know, but you can't go back. So you can only go forward. So at this point, I don't know. So I just don't feel like, I don't know. How, I, I think because, People say Virgos are very perfectionist, and I can say that's that's me. I'm a perfectionist. I like to be, I like to be good at whatever I do. So whatever I do, I do it to the max. All right, uh, let's give her a break. And again, young lady, if you would like to have a conversation, we can have a conversation offline. Potentially help you, lead you, and give you some instruction before you head for self destruction. And if you want to do an interview, let me know. This should be something here. Uh, but let's take the comment section because I really got to catch up. Check this out. She's not the only one. She's not the only one. A lot of these young girls who are who are too busy for you to date, too busy to return your texts, too busy to be in a relationship with your monkey ass. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. Let me see here. Let's take a look. It says right here, hey girl, I just I just want to comment. Saw your post, this video at the perfect time. I am also 25, so that woman's 25. And girl, did I ever feel everything you are expressing in this video? Oh my God, I've been following you literally, literally look up to you. Okay. And we also have, let me see here. I definitely, here's the I definitely have felt this way when I was living based on what others wanted from me. I felt like this for a long time. Then I started listening to my inner truth and what I wanted and even. And everything slowly started to make sense. I was so insecure in the past. Now I'm feeling secure. People says, take a break from looking at other people's social media. Here's another young woman. You just said everything I've been battling with myself right now, trying to find your purpose. And I am at the point where I am numb to so numb to so much now. I appreciate your honesty. Another woman, another black woman. Don't feel alone. Be authentic. That's you. Here's another black woman here. I feel lame and like a loser too. It sucks. These are women that are turning your ass down on dates. These are women. 
These are women. These are the women that you're seeing out here. These are women that don't leave the house, turning you down on Tinder. It sucks really bad. Right now, I'm choosing security over pleasure. Security gives me more splash and pleasure. Somebody says you're not losing your mind. I, you're finding it. I'm a psychologist, a relationship and marriage coach, and one of the first steps I teach is accountability. Be real with yourself. Shout out to her. Okay. You be keeping it real. All right. So a lot of people do relate with her. Here's another one. Nyla, I can relate to this. 24, and my life is not what I thought it would be, and I feel disappointed. A lot of people like her hair and all of that. People are saying it's a mania phase. This is a young, is this a man? I can't. This is why I be so angry when women try to use me for money. This is a man. This is why I be so angry when women try to use me for money, having no idea what I had to do to get it. Failure is real, and I know we got to stay positive, but sometimes we be in limbo waiting for the next step. Here's a woman saying, I'm trying to lay low and do some introspection. All right, so midlife crisis, it feels like at 25. You know that guy got his grace with me? Jesus, midlife crisis. All right, so now here's the thing. Young people are going to feel this way. When a lot of young men feel this way as well, you just don't have any direction. And a lot of, a lot of people don't have direction because you're not being directed. You're being told what to do, told how to feel, and then you're being set up for failure. Then when it doesn't work for you, guys, there's nobody there left for you to talk you through this. Your parents are gone. Most of your parents are divorced and trying to still figure out their way. Um, or some of your parents were never married. Some of your fathers were never there. Some of your mothers were crackheads. You cannot turn to them anymore. So you're left out there floating. You, you went the feminism route for the young ladies. And many women are not benefiting from feminism other than feeling like they can live in an apartment by themselves. And that's it. And even they're struggling with that. Even they're struggling with that. They're using fornication as a sense of, I got control of my sexuality. Some of them have over fornicated. Some of them aren't even doing it. Some of them are going the rainbow route. Some of them are having early terminations of pregnancies and still feeling lost. Mm. But what they're not doing is saying, maybe I should go and be, have a stable relationship, get some things going on, uh, be married, have kids, and build a stable family, build together. They're not doing that. They're avoiding that at all costs. I have a question as why that is not an option. Why are people talking these young ladies out of it? This woman is going nowhere for a long time. That's my, that's my question, ultimately. Why is that not an option? Ladies, if you're here, why is that not an option? Okay. They're like, nah, she's too young. All right. So anyway, let's get to these super chats and everything. The workday show. I'm 43 and I've been divorced for five months. Last week I had a 26-year-old Saudi girl that came from Sharia law 10 years ago. Surprised she wanted to be choked and drank my soul. I have so many stories. Man. Yes. Yes. Even those women are coming over. Uh young girls from India. You know, they come from little families. Dad, just a little simp, quiet, meek, and mild. The mothers, they and then the girl comes in and wants to get choked and throttled. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> you're like, wow. Persian girls, they come. They be like, don't tell nobody I came here. You're just my friend. Choke, throttle. It's a weird. 
Gen Z has been already exposed to too much. He said, drank my soul. We're going to use that. Lamel says CGA, the truth, point blank. We in here. ACDC says, I'll take some feet B, feet B, Kate, coach. Phoebe, feet B, Kate's. I don't even know. Is that a real world woman? JJ Frost, coach, you are right about therapy. My female coworker just started it, and I'm watching the de-evolution in real time. Okay, I have somebody that I know that is in uh, that that uh, they know that they are in therapy and they're like they're getting worse. <laughs> right. They like they ain't even getting better. It's getting worse. It's actually working counterproductive. Now, again, if you're a supporter of counseling therapy, just know that um, if you want to debate me on this one. You're going to have to really, really convince me. I mean, you're going to have to come in and, and listen, it works for a lot of people. It works for a lot of people. I'm not really against it like that. I'm not I'm not against it personally. Personally, it probably could be very beneficial to you. But as a whole, Band-Aid for the rest of the world, I don't think so. I, I really don't think so. And then what you're going to say, well, if they're honest, it works. Well, Ninja, please, what? Dude, the reason why they're in there is they're not honest with themselves. So, shit, they, it's an uphill fight at that particular point. That's like me saying, well, if 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 the man, the man and the wife, man and uh, the wife are a good husband and wife, the marriage will work. Well, how's that working out? <laughs> all right please what they're doing is they're not being honest with themselves walking in the door all right and uh that's the problem Pete, they in denial and they're victim minded so they going in effed up already and if it and if that continues it's a waste of time it's a waste of time look at look i want to say this how many women that you know are in it and how many women that you know Support it. That's your evidence right there. That's your evidence. I mean, that's the uh, that's all the evidence you need. Because you'll hear a woman right now, therapy works, and then you'll look at her. Just look at her. You'll be like, what? <laughs> I'm in it, and it works for me. All right. You are not the poster child of it works. <laughs> you be looking at her like, uh, and there'll be nothing but blaming everybody. They still messed up. Still messed up. By the way, this movement has already happened. Hist this is just a repeat of history. I just want to let you guys know. I'm one of the first people that will go on record as saying it until I'm proven otherwise. This, this movement has already happened in the 50s through the 1970s. And I'm telling you, it did not work well for a lot of people. I'm just letting you know right now. I'm a little bit of a historian, but I look at it from my own perspective. This shit has already gone down, but you too young to and dumb to realize it. This push has already happened. And bro, <laughs> somebody said what movement? Y'all ain't ready for this shit. Where are we at? And if anybody that's in this profession would love to come in, I would love for you to come on my show. I would love for you to come in my show. All right, but I'm not going to let you have any. You're not just going to stand on your shit and your what ifs and your fairy tales. All right, anyway. Where are we at here? JC says uh, she's just a meat bag coach cushion for the pushing. Which one? The big girl? 
where we at. Infamous NYC says it's okay for certain people to say the truth as long as those people can be controlled. Controlled opposition is a thing. And if you can't be controlled, it's you. Uh, it's you that can be censored. Why XX is or why X is fully pushed. I don't know if that second X is. But yeah, the truth is what everybody wants you to be. And then if you have an alternative truth, they don't like it. They just censor it. Now nah, we just going to censor it. And then they wonder why nobody is willing to have an open discussion and a thought. Okay. Everybody says you have to agree. I don't have to agree, especially when I can see clear evidence of the opposite. But then when you say, well, since you don't agree, you should be silenced. It's mind boggling as to why people end up lost. See, lost. <laughs> it's lost. All right. Uh, we can't say that we're in a stable culture right now. People are lost. People are medicating, self-medicating, alcohol, drugs, fornication. They're not getting what they want out of this life. Poor, poverty, and we have the most victims in the history of the world. Yet people are running around here like they're doing it right. I'm like, you better look at yourself at some particular point. You got to be doing it wrong. All right, where are we at here? But do you. But don't push your bullshit on me because I got it. I'm actually flying straight. I got it figured out. All right. JC says cold approach coaches be rocking that just for simps in a beard with the fake Brian plumper jewelry. Tom about shout out. He says talking about what? What else did you say? Tom about shout out to the approach gang in the building. The approach gang. And he says we the last ones ain't no more free agents after us. Nah, man. Uh, shout out to the Purple Pillars out here. Planet Fitness Bro says, keep red pill low-key. Life is survival of the fit. And that's the truth. Everybody wants to win out here. They're going to be some losers. And I'm waiting for the losers. Run right over them. P. Rose told my Gen Z daughter, the worst mistake she can do is become a single mother. And she sees nothing wrong with it. Hit them with the game over. Game over. Told my single, I told my daughter that as well. Ah, but then they're going to find a group of people to say, there's nothing wrong with it, please. All right. And they'll show you the one or two people that have made it work. Oh, look at these people. They made it work. This is the world we live in. All right. And when you tell them that, guys, when you tell them that, they're going to call that abuse. They're going to call that that you're some sort of alternative thinker that you're the crazy one. Now, listen, I don't know what to tell you. Target says Gen Z grew up with the My Little Pony Adventure Time shows, and many of them dealt with the older fans of those two shows, those two shows are infamous for. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, there's something to that. I think I know what you're talking about. I think I know what you're talking about, sir. Wow. We got Mar D says, Coach, my friend has been married for eight years, two kids, and his wife hit the self-destruct button. She hasn't given him any sex since last November, and she doesn't talk to him anymore. She's hyphened her last name, too. I said, leave. Guys, get out. It's over. Game over. Game Roberto Moreno, rumor is Nostradamus visited his mentor, the late Nostradamus, while he was in Europe this last trip. He says, take me out with the new, 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 new world order. JC, CG8, I'd like to sit down and talk. To her, too, <laughs> it's barbecue in here. I would not mind having a close, personal, face-to-face -face conversation with that young lady. It's barbecue in I there. wouldn't mind as well, but 
This is a therapy session. JC says, life is not long. Midlife actually starts at 25 to 30. This could be true. Yeah. And uh, one more thing, you academias, you academias, as much as you would like to believe you're right on many things because you've cracked open some books, academias suffer from confirmation bias more than anybody else. You guys are some of the worst people out here. And not only that, you guys are some of the less than free thinkers out here. Not only that, many of you don't have practical application of anything you do. Like nothing you talk about is from practical application. It's some pie in the sky shit, some shit somebody wrote in a book and you don't read 50, 11 books. You academias have misled a lot of people. And just because you got a goofy ass degree, you think you know something better than somebody else. Let me tell you something. Experience is the best teacher. Your degree don't mean shit when it comes to sitting down face to face with me. Throw it out the window. If any academia wants to come straight up to me, listen, I've taught on college campuses. I've worked on college campuses. I've seen some of the most goofball professors in my goddamn life who I know couldn't fight their way out of a paper bag if I trapped them in one. They wasn't going nowhere. Some of them were so eccentric and weird. I was like, these people are weirdos. Spending their life in a college uh, 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 professor's office all your life don't give you no leverage over me. Don't care what your degree says. You can use it as toilet paper when you sit down next to me. So let's just get that in order. And not only that, your kids are who you said you spend your whole life saving to expose your kids to those people, the academias of the world. All right. And they've misled tons of people. Tons. With their perspective in their little books, most of it based on confirmation bias. Then they want to come to you with their letters and they want to tell us about me. Uh, sit down. Mm. <laughs> All right. Darts, shout out to you. We in here. Nate Bitt says, Coach, you have to study postmodernism when you understand that, you'll understand why everyone is going through an existential crisis. And I would love to actually look at that. I would love to actually look at that for sure. All right, let me get into these, uh, everybody on the alternative apps. <laughs> All right. Somebody says, so essentials is weird. Uh, with a lot of them, yes. With a lot of them, yes. Most of them be running up with dandruff in their hair and they want to tell you about something. Yes, it's weird in many cases. <laughs> okay. Not all the time, but in many cases, yes, they're weirdos. But anyway, <laughs> all right, that's just how I feel. Listen, when we talk about this, we talk as human beings. Drop all of your drop all of your little letters. Drop all of your stuff that you hide behind as shields that thinks it intimidates people. Oh, well, I have a degree in this and you don't have it. Shut up. Don't mean nothing to me. We're going to talk like two human beings and we're going to talk about understanding history, what you've been presented with, how hard you fought through life. We're going we gonna to get into the real. We're going to dig deep. We ain't just going to hold up shields. By the way, I have a master's degree. Don't mean nothing. Don't mean nothing. When we sit down as two individuals, means nothing. <laughs> All right, anyway. 
So don't think I'm going to be ever impressed by anybody with a degree unless I'm having surgery that morning. I want to know what your degree is and what your letters look like. That's the only goddamn time I need some degrees. Other than that, you can put your degrees on a thermometer. That's it. <laughs> All right. We talking like real to real person to person. All right. Clee MD. He says good families have strong fatherhoods. Don't allow their daughters to be in that position to need only fans goals, values and virtues are established by fathers and families. Absolutely. Absolutely. But in our culture, fathers are not supposed to, uh, fathers cannot establish discipline in many, many ways. Uh, in fact, if they do, they're told that they're wrong. All right. Uh, we presented the story of, um, of the girl that played Wednesday in the original movie, and she's fighting the father for fathering. And then they're framing it as an abuse. He's like, hey, you're threatening him and he feels scared and intimidated. Look, man, I don't know who told y'all kids ain't supposed to be scared of their father. Where in the world does it say a child is not supposed to be scared of their parents? Like what? Who? Where is where is that? I, I come from a situation where if I know I'm not acting right, and my parents are anywhere around, I'm supposed to be like, damn, here they come. I'm immediately, I'm not supposed to immediately go, well, here's my enabler. They'll let me do what I want to do. I'm supposed to be like, oh, shit, here come daddy. <laughs> right? I'm not supposed to be like, hey, dad, screw off in life, and I ain't listening to you. Hey, mom, where's my drugs? This is the problem with the world. These parents, I always call you and they listen, I got smoke for everybody. These punk ass parents are a major problem in this world. They want to be their kids' friends. They don't want to tell their kids no. You know what I mean? They want to be the favorite parent. They're competing with the other parent to be the favorite parent. It's really, really sad. It's the punk ass parents, man. Again, these boomers got to go. <laughs> these boomers got to go. They don't want to feel like their kid has to uh, ever feel like they haven't had what they should have. He says, hey, yo, mom, where my Xanax at? Then the mom's on Xanax. I mean, it's like <laughs> they smoking weed together with their kids. Parents smoking weed with your kids. You should be. You're the worst parent in the history of the world. Well, I'd rather them smoke it in my presence than to smoke it outside. What kind of moron parent are you? The minute you open that box, your kid is never going to listen to a word you say in, the, in order to discipline. You are a pathetic piece of parenting. I swear to God, where are you coming from? I'd rather them drink in my presence than to drink out in the world. You think they're not going to drink out in the world now because they cracking open brews with you? Where are you? Oh, my God. The fact that now they drink in front of you will make it easier for them to drink into the world. What are you doing out here, parents? Parents are scared. You're so scared of your kids. You're scared of your kids. Parents now don't want their kids to be scared of them, but deep down inside, you're scared of your kids. I mean, we gone, man. We gone. Where are we at? Salif says, 
I talked to a Latina in college this week. She told me, I don't know. He says, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't feel happy. I asked what's wrong. She says, I've been in college for seven years for a bachelor's in journalism, and I don't even want to do that. <laughs> they are lost. I see the bullshit, and I'm not trying to fix it. ClemD therapy at best causes self-reflection, but mostly affirms self-delusion. Any therapist want to challenge me? We do have some in our space. Shout out to the men in our space. I don't mean, listen, I'm critical of a lot of people, so don't take it personally. But the, there's too many evidence of too many crazy ass people in here for me to believe that I know that be, they didn't been in therapy since they were 15. And they still cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I've already showed you that they even tell you it doesn't work. They're like, well, there's no fix. We just patch them up. There's, there's no fix. There's a confirmation that says they're not there to fix them. All right, so I'm already uh, a leg ahead of you. It's not a fix. I want fixes. I don't want Band-Aids. Don't tell me, well, I made them feel better for a little bit and they relapsed. Get all that shit. I, I don't care about no goddamn relapse. Look. <laughs> Talking about that, well, they was doing good and now they're bad again. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, man. I ain't got no time for this stuff, man. All I know is who do I need to avoid? Who signed up for your sessions? Avoid these people. Give me a list of your clients. But I go on Dr. Phil if he reached out. Never. Never. You'll never see me on the stage with goofballs like that. Now, I'm not saying he's a goofball personally, but that platform is goofball. Nothing's going to get accomplished. Look, I'll have a face-to-face -face meeting with him, and he can come to my studio, but I would never go to a set like that. Anyway, shout out to Macaroni Tony. I give you credit on staying hip. I've heard these little females talking about how much riz their crushes have. He says, you're the first person I heard use the word riz. All right, that's who I would use it from. Yes, man. Hey, man, I got young. I hang around young people. I hang around young people. Let's get to PayPal. You guys need some love. Speak of my mind says, CGA's the Black Rush Limbaugh, excellence in broadcasting, EIB. Okay. I know most people, listen, I'm a bullshit artist. I can bullshit with the best of them. But look, I'm going to call people out on their bullshit. I'm not just going to let you come in here um, and uh, filibuster me with a bunch of academia. It ain't never going to happen. We going to kick it real. All right, take off your little letters and take off your tie. Do not come on here with ties or sports coats. We about to get in here and we going to dig deep. <laughs> right, that's what we do on my show. Robert Roberto Moreno, did you see that clip where Deion Sanders slid his daughter a rack of cash on her birthday? Deion makes sure he is a real daddy of his daughters. All right, I didn't see that one. Daily. Coach, why are black men mad at Pookies and Ray Race for getting these untrained females pregnant? All right, he says, I'm glad because Pookie's daughters are getting their poom pooms terminated into the next dimension. Interesting. Guys, you haven't lived until you got a wet sloppy from a Pookie or Ray Ray's daughter. Black women, please continue producing babies by Pookies. Man, shout out to the single mothers out there. We are living in the best times for men when it comes to sex being available. <laughs> All right. It is true, too. So, yes, a lot of these people are products of some of the Pookies and Ray Ray's. And uh, it is an interesting time. Interesting time. Newski says, 
it's okay to know how to talk to a woman, but nobody wants to keep getting rejected. It takes a toll on your time and mentally, especially if you make a certain income and average on average in women who work at McDonald's keep rejecting you. Yeah, I, the whole thing about the rejection is okay thing up into a point. It has to make sense, right? And he's saying, look, I'm doing well in life and McDonald's bras are rejecting me, right? I, I mean, it has to make sense, rejection. All rejection is not good, re good rejection. Just like all cholesterol is not good, good. All therapists ain't good. All educators aren't good. All people on YouTube ain't good. All men aren't good. All women aren't good. You can't just be like, rejection's okay. You'll learn. <laughs> okay. All right. Paris Francis, when your girl is 240 and your one rep max is two and a quarter, you can't win. You can't win. How in the world are we doing 240 women? And we are normalizing it. I mean, this is, we're in a tough, we're in a pickle. This is why people listen to YouTubers. I'm going to tell you this right now. This is why pastors have lost out. This is why academia has lost out. This is why the media is losing. This is why a person like Andrew Tate and Kevin Samuels could become famous. This is why therapists and counselors, this is why all of them are losing. Remember that one dude, Greg, the therapist? He tried to come in and go in on dudes and he got roasted. And then that one saggy titty uh, black therapist who got fired for saying black men need to be in therapy. She got roasted and lost her job. You know why? Because people know these woke people are fake. They're bullshit artists. If it wasn't for censorship, dude, we would be running the world. This is why people get taken down. This is why YouTubers and people who are being real with people are the biggest thing going. This is why, because all these other people aren't being real. They're selling to these people. They're setting them up for failure. They're medicating them. They're giving no real options or solutions. They're saying that they're going to treat them, and they ended up doing what? Ah, oh, I tried, and I didn't work, and oh, well, leave them out there hanging high and dry. They're not listening to parents. They're not listening to preachers and pastors because all these guys are fakes and frauds and charlatans at best. They're turning to people, giving them the real. And people know real. They know it. They see it. They're, nobody can be convinced. These woke people are selling you bullshit. And people can see it. They can sniff it out. And nobody's accepting it. Nobody's buying it. Then they got to come to us. And then they're like, why are you following him? Because I'm real. I'm the realest thing out here. We not bullshitting you. We not patting you on the back. I'm not, I'm as critical of men as I am of women. And I'll be telling these young dudes, you better turn around about face and get your life in order. Don't listen to these people tell you to settle for less and not push ahead. That's a criticism of young men accepting mediocrity. I'm challenging people. Life is difficult. These people that's trying to, Wipe your rear end for you and pat you on the butt and give you medication, tell you it's OB okay, and delay your whole growth trying to figure your life out while they're counseling 50 people, while they're pastoring and taking what? Donations, leading you astray, telling you to be a single mother, telling you to marry a single mother. They're leading you astray. 
and people are figuring it out. They're not giving you the fluff. I'm giving you the real. They're giving you the fluff. I'm giving you the real. Where are we at? A uh, DOS token. There's literally local high school girls who have 50,000 followers on Instagram, and these girls are still on high school. I have the proof. Not that I follow them, but I have the proof. I've actually, you know, um, trying. I have to try to not talk about my kids specifically, but my son has showed me. He showed me his phone, and, and some of these kids, I coached them when they were in fourth, fifth, sixth grade, some of them in seventh grade with their sports. And then what he would say is, hey, these are girls that the previous summer had a thousand followers and they were like going from freshman to sophomore year, going freshman to sophomore to junior year. Now they got 50,000 people following them. And they're in bikinis and they're doing the duck lip and the stupid booty stance and the poke out. And all of a sudden, 50,000 people are following them. It is a crazy scene when you see it. And I was like, oh, isn't that the I remember she was in your fourth grade class. And now she's boom, 15, 16, 17, and they go shoop. And then these boys can barely get 50 people following them. <laughs> right? And these girls cannot wait to turn 18 to jump on OnlyFans or get a sugar daddy or go to Hooters or go to college. And they can't wait. It's ha it happens real life. It's happening right in real time. And so these dating coaches have no idea. They're like, just get confidence and approach. Trust me, guys. <laughs> that problem has to be overcome. Oh, well, that's the internet. It, uh, it ain't real life. Guys, that, those little things that you're saying is called avoidance. It's an avoidance strategy. No, no, no. You have to teach a guy to deal with it. Not just avoid the reality of it. Oh, man, it don't matter. That's not the real life. Deal with real life. Or what? Go to a nightclub or a bar? Walk up to girls in the streets of Miami getting just shot down. Okay, let's give a real life application. See, this is the realest thing over here. Now, I ain't the one selling it. I'm telling you to come up with the real life application, not an avoiding strategy. Some shit that you did in 1993. Well, in 93. Shout out to Mr. Roberts in the building. Is anybody here want to debate me that has an audience, <laughs> right? Because people are, my, my detractors are always very quiet. They just watch. So I'll talk they little shit with their audience. Shout out to no government name. I'm talking about with an audience. Not dudes that want to make a name for themselves to try to come on my show. I don't make names for you. I'll make you famous though. But don't come on here to try to make a name for yourself. I will charge you $5,000 to appear on my show if you have no audience to debate me. You got to have at least twenty to 40,000 subscribers, like a little bit of an audience. You have to have tried. We don't want nobody's, no names coming on the show. Anybody, anytime, any day of the week, any day of the freaking week, anybody who thinks that everything that I say is wrong, any day of the week. <laughs> Come get folded up. Come get snuffed. Come get snuffed out. And I'll snuff your ass out nice and neat. <laughs> All right, here we go. It won't even feel like you got snuffed out. 
Come prove me wrong about anything. Come prove me wrong. Where are we at? <laughs> All right, anyway, where are we at here? Shout out to Tony says, young men, listen up. When it start, when she starts acting up, let her go. There's no greater satisfaction than shooting her down. When she comes back around creeping on a come up, he says that fupa print go crazy. Guys, always remember this. Always remember this. They're going to need you before you need them. In every, almost every circumstance. They'll need you well before you need them. And if you need that person, that tells me where you are in life. Let they ask go. Let they ask go. Let them go. They'll need you way before you need them. Stop putting in debate at man, at man mindset. Oh, that's Steve the Dean. Steve the Dean's a good colleague of mine. Since we have a personal relationship, it would not be a good debate. All right. I mean, we have a personal friendship. So we talking about some hater ass shit. All right. Steve, the Dean and me, we don't hate each other. We have disagreements on certain things, but we're able to have cool conversations. And we, we, we've had a cool uh, connection and friendship for a couple of years now. So it would not make for a good debate. Okay. So we probably disagree and we probably, he disagrees on this platform about me and I can find things to disagree with about him. It would not be a good debate. We need a hater ass person that hates CGA. We want hate CGA time. Like Hafiz was on hate CGA time. He hated CGA so much. He acted like he didn't know me. That's what we want. I want a dude that acts like he don't know who the hell I am to come on my show. We need a hater ass person like that. Not a dude that I'm kind of cool and cordial with. And none of these red pill dudes that we're going to agree on 90% of the shit. The show is going to be like 90% agreement. We need the first conversation, the first minute of the show to be an all out assault on one of our philosophies. That's what we need. <laughs> right out. None of these dudes, none of these dating coaches, guys, like none of these dudes that's middle of the road want to be ass player, guys. I don't, I don't want nothing to do with them. I've already assassinated them. They have no credibility here. It will be a waste of my time. I'm not talking about dating coaches. Dating coaches will be a waste of my time. All right, all I would have to do is I can show you evidence of their failures left and right. Number one, they all done flopped in my face. All right, none of them have, they have zero credibility to me. So that that's not even an option. I'm talking about people who have like academias, feminists, like, you know what I mean? People, strong and independent women that said they made it, that's going to stream out of their studio apartment with their two kids that they fought their ex-husband over custody on. These people, therapists, counselors, I'm talking about people who have an audience, not dating coaches. No, dating coaches are not going to be it. Yeah, Dr. Umar, Roland Martin, uh, Boyce Watkins. I'm talking about that. Dating coaches are, they got zero credibility with me. So it's a waste of time to even deal with them. None, none of them, none of them guys. None of them want to be Mac ass dudes. None of these guys, <laughs> right? Yeah, we talking about Gabrielle Union, LeBron. Like, this is what we're talking. Stop putting me. First and foremost, stop putting me on par with dating coaches. These people are beneath me in, in so many ways. It's a ridiculous conversation to even be had. We need to up the ante when you look at CGA. 
You're talking about some dude with 30,000 subscribers. Talking about some pickup shit. They're not. Stop. <laughs> why do you why do you put me so low down? Why do you put me on that plane? <laughs> right. That's not a debate. That's a damn layup. We talking about Dwayne Wade. Yeah, give me somebody that can give me something that I can use. Not no wannabe Sims masquerading like they're cool. Now, we don't want them. I want John Deloney. Yeah, I want John Deloney. That's that's what I'm talking about. I want John Deloney. Give me John Deloney. Give me Dr. John. Put me neck and neck to him where I can get some ratings, where I'm not going to roast no dating coach when I can just pull up footage of them following kids around at Disneyland, messing with transgenders and and, and actually saying to mess around with transgenders and, and walking up the fat women, calling it game. I, I would just pull that footage up and it would be ruined in 10 seconds. I mean, that that's not a debate. We talk about people. <laughs> we talking about people. Yeah, Dr. Greg Maddows. Give me him. Bring him up. That's who I want. Dr. John Deloney, we want. <laughs> I know. Are we still listening to the show? Das Token says, want to get girls just hang out in the alcohol aisle. <laughs> Jesus. That's true, too. That's true, too. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's who I want. I, yeah, man. Like, yeah. If you want to get girls, just hang out in the wine aisle in the grocery store. You'll be able to just it's a layup. Yeah. Give me Anthony Fauci. Give me give me uh, give me Kamala Harris. Give me something like that. That's what I want. All right. Jeremiah Franz just tuned in Columbus visit. Columbus visit or tour. At all for a meet and greet. Honestly, it's boring here. Maybe a Raiders game event. Or something along that lines next season. Indeed. Indeed. Give me a celebrity. Give me somebody who woke, who's programmed. I, I want something like that. That's what I'm feasting off of. All right, let me see here. Clee MD, I tell my kids, quote, you will heal from your my consequences, but not from the world's consequences. Absolutely. Yeah, man, the world is going to be worse on your kids than a parent will. The world's going to be brutal on your kids. So I don't know, man. Shout out to Brandon Lewis. Thank you, brother. Khalid Cooper. Good to see you again. And then who we got here? Mr. James Davis that says the truth is right in your face, people. People don't want that. People see the truth right in their face and say, well, give me another truth. Blue Baggins facts. They always need you first. My ex from five years ago hit me with the what? I'm not happy. I'm not happy. He says now to this day, she still is trying to get back with me. And I'm just sitting here like, yeah, man. Hey, look, he's sitting here like, you bitch. You bitch. Free agent lifestyle for life. I do have something else. I do have something else. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> and look, somebody just mentioned another one, a YouTuber that definitely does, doesn't like me for a long time. And I respect his content. We're not just going to come in here and slam each other. So the guy that you mentioned, it just doesn't, doesn't make sense. It's just going to be like, I hate you, you hate me. That's not a debate. The guy that you mentioned, Winnie Wall. That wouldn't be a debate. What are we debating against? It's just going to be like, oh, I came up with stuff before you came up with it. 
that's not a debate. That would just be a roast session, and we will be trying to just attack each other. We have no philosophical differences other than some racial shit. That would not be a debate. It would be a waste of my time, all right? So understand that. That would not be a debate. It would just be he hates me more than I even would acknowledge him. So like, okay, what are we talking about? What do you really not like? It would be a counseling session. That's what it would be. That wouldn't be a debate. We don't have anything to disagree about. So we that would just be drama and, and ranking on each other and everything. It's, that would not be productive. I want somebody in here who thinks they're smart. That's going to just say everything you say in CGA is the problem. You're the problem with society. Okay, that's a great starting point. Great. I want somebody that's a academia to read my books and come in here and go, dude, you're wrong. Here we go. Great. Dr. John Deloney, let's have it. We could, That's the starting point. Understand what we're saying. Yeah, we need Joy Reid. We need the woman that said 483 and 700,000. That's what we need. Give me that woman on here. Steve Harvey. Yeah, I, th like that type of thing. That's going to come in here. We could be, and I know we can't get them, but what? that's what I'm talking about. I'm not going to go to their goofy-ass show, network television show. They could come here, though. Joy Bear, come here. Okay, somebody that's completely a liberal and that will just come in my show and just, boom, everything you're saying is wrong. Brittany Renner will not work. That's not going to work. Maxine Waters would work. Yes, that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about that yet. And it, so, yeah, Whoopi Goldberg, it's not going to work. Brittany Renner is not a good debate. We already know kind of what she does. She has a very, very specific thing that she does. She comes on. She'll be a little bit pushy. Then she'll get agreeable. And then once you think you have her on the ropes, you'll stop the stream. Then she'll go to her car and then she'll go and be just torpedo everything she agreed with. She doesn't really push well on a debate. All right. She's a passive aggressive debater. She doesn't challenge in the debate. So it's it doesn't it doesn't do anything. But but uh, maybe might give me a clip. CGA put Brittany Renner in her in her place. It's not a challenging debate. She's passive aggressive. She agrees. Then she jumps on her in her car and records a video. Do you think I really agree with this shit? That, that's what she does. Yeah, I need Gail King. I need AOC. I need, I need somebody like that. Some people keep saying Tasha K. I'm not familiar with her work. I know people think that's weird, but I've heard of her a lot. I have watched zero Tasha K. So I really don't know who she is. All right. I've seen a picture of her. Um, I The only other thing that I know about her is I think she got sued by Cardi B. Other than that, I know nothing about her or her philosophy. I know nothing she's against or for. So I just have to be honest with you. I don't know anything about Cynthia G either. I don't even know who that is. All right. Yeah, Tommy Lauren, I know. That would be a good one, but I think she probably more agree. Anyway. Natasha K, yes, I, I, I'm aware she got sued by Cardi B, but that is the limits of what I know about her. And I know she does have some beef with other Red Pill guys. I think the lead attorney, but that's all I know. That's the extent, so I can't tell you if she'd be good. Uh, Last one, Sligo is the sauce, and I think that'll be it for the show.
Yeah, Don Lemon. Don Lemon. Like he, This is what I'm looking for. Everybody else would be boring. And he says, quote, I like my new Gen Z girl. She's born and raised in Tokyo. Whole different culture from the idiots here. It's nice to go out with her to places. Very respectful. Uh, you will find that in definitely a lot of other cultures that they have a respect level for men that I think American women, I don't think they disrespect men. I think they go about their way to show that they have a disrespect for men. Like, I ain't going to listen to you. You can't leave me. But then what they're going to is they're going to being lost. Sad. And he also says, she says it's weird over there. 20 something year old women pushing around toy dogs and a baby stroller. Those are their kids. Those are their kids. But yeah, I need like a Don Lemon. I got like the whole manosphere for me. I mean, there's nobody. Let me just put it like this. There's nobody in the manosphere that is would be worthy of spending time debating. Anybody in the manosphere slash I'm not in the manosphere, but really in the manosphere. Um, I'm a dating coach, but I'm not manosphere. I'm a red pill scientist, but I'm not really manosphere. Nobody in there's zero people in the manosphere. I am interested in even debating zero. The black manosphere or there would it would be a complete waste of my time. No halfway hafizes where I'm using the manosphere or not wasting my time. I already folded his ass up like his cheap ass suit. Just put it like this. There's no red pill people that is I'm interested in nothing. They would have to pay me at this point. I'm I'm way I'm light years ahead of them. No dating coaches, no nothing. There's nothing I could talk about with them. <laughs> They'd have to pay to come on my show. Somebody said Jason Black. I don't know who he is. Does, does anybody have a picture of him? Does he have a photo? Has anybody ever seen what he looks like? Does it does he have a photo? I've never seen a picture of him. I've never seen him. All right. So um, we're, we're not going to debate ghosts. We don't debate people who are ghosting. See, I'm not going to let somebody look. Let me just say this. I'm going to clear this up. Stop with this bullshit. Check this out. Nobody's coming on my show like this to talk to me. Nobody's coming on. My, there will be zero people debating me like this. Not one person is going to tell me they know what the hell they're talking about. And they're talking to me like this. Zero people will ever debate me like this. Do you understand me? You Internet weirdos are goofy as hell. Nobody will ever get on my goddamn show and tell me I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. And they talk like this. I don't debate ghosts. <laughs> I'm here showing my face. I'm in here with my real damn name. You know the location of where I'm at. And nobody's going to get on my show and tell me that they know what the hell I'm talking about like this. Do you understand me? You goofy ass people on the Internet. <laughs> Stop putting me on par with these people. <laughs> Jesus. I swear some of you people are awkward to me. We don't date. Why would I debate somebody I can't see? <laughs> like, what kind of advantage is that where they could just be like throwing shit at me and like what? Stopping me, yelling over me, and I can't see them. And I'm like, oh, like, look, let, why don't I put a blindfold on the next person that comes on my show and try to feel them out? <laughs> no face, no case. 
that's how it works with me. Listen, you got to put as much skin in the game as me. No face, no case. There ain't nothing you can stand on. I'm going to stand on my rock. Nigga, show your face. Please, at least, at least show you your face. Stop with the bullshit, y'all. No face, no case. Next. <laughs> the hell? You guys are want me out here shadow boxing and shit out here like this, and I can't see the mother sucker. I'm in a blindfold, and they standing behind me like, why I'll punch you. They standing out here looking at me in the dark. They got night vision goggles on. Please, I'm out here shadow boxing. Next person, put bring somebody up up legit. Well, he's really intelligent, coach. Yeah, this will be a fair fight. The fuck? What is wrong with you people? <laughs> Stop with your. You guys are some. You guys are some interesting characters online. Well, listen, we do have another subject. Uh, who wants to stick around? This could take another thirty minutes. This could take another thirty minutes. Because I did want to talk about the nice guy and the losers and running stuff. Who wants to do this or who wants me to save this for the next show? Okay, who wants me to save this for the next show? I know this show is getting quite long. All right, quite long. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, let's, let, let me go ahead. I'll let you decide. Uh, if you want to leave, hit the like button on the way out. Let the like button on the way out. Here we go. Nice guys can lose their women and still get blamed. <laughs> okay, let's go for it. Y'all put me put me in a fair fight, please. Put me in a fair freaking fight. Y'all out here trying to make me shadow box ghosts and shit. Struggle streamers. I ain't with it. All right, here we go. Here's a nice guy right here. Let's talk about the nice guy. <laughs> let's get it. So here's a guy right here who's going to touch on that that um, it's a lose lose proposition here. Let's look at this young gentleman here. Um, I think this is his name. Let me see. I'm trying to I'm trying to make it a little bit larger. Here we go. This is why I'm single right now. If you show too much love to these women nowadays, they you not my man. You not my husband. Okay. If you act nonchalant and just be chilling on stuff, why you don't like me for real? You, you. It's a lose lose. Every time with every girl, I don't care. Like y'all gonna miss me with that. Y'all all the same. <laughs> all right. So look at this nice smile on the brother. He is showing his teeth, but in a different way. But he doesn't seem like a thug or a Ray Ray or a Pookie. He seems like a nice gentleman here. And what he's trying to say is when you go that route, it doesn't seem to work. The nice guy routine is not working for them. He's like, all girls are the same. Now, in the comment section, there is a young lady that says, I want a man who shows feelings. Obviously, guys, that's a setup. You never want to be that nice and show feelings. It's eventually going to be used against her, used against you. She's going to use that against you. Every woman does that. There's not have been a woman that has lived this world, uh, lived this life or walked the face of the earth that, that has not used a man's feelings or him sharing his something about him and has not used that against him. And, and again, a lot of women believe that they want a nice guy and a sensitive guy and a guy that's caring and showing feelings, but eventually, uh, because she's used to dealing with guys that don't do that. So she says it would be nice for a guy to have that. And then if that guy has that, she uses it against him. 
then she wonder why the guy doesn't open up anymore and he has a hardcore shell. Okay. He, he, he develops a shell. He gets hurt. And the only way he does now is to protect himself because he knows she can't help him, number one, and she uses it against him. Remember that time you told me you used to pee in the bed? And remember that time you cried on my shoulder? Remember that time you cried on my titties and told me all of these things and you was, <laughs> and I deal with past trauma in my life? Well, you know good ass, little penis having, pee in the bed ass having. You insecure, old, it's going to get used against him. So he knows this. But he doesn't want to go full extreme yet. This is his villain origin story because he knows even nice guys can lose their women and still get blamed. So he's going to the point of all women are the same, which is not a healthy point. Although, you know, you can just roll the dice and you'll be somewhat close. And this is how young women, young men at this age end up being men like you see at my age. They get to these situations where it's tough for them they don't have the means or the stability yet. So they have to transact feelings. They have to transact time. And it's a struggle uphill for him. And this unfortunately nice, handsome man, pause, is already feeling like it's an uphill battle. Ladies, <clears throat> ladies, this is where you're going to have problems because this guy, he's probably going to do well in life later on. And he's going to seem like a good option but he's already turned off. Counselors and mental health professionals, you guys got your work cut out for you trying to get this guy back and to be willing to be in a stable relationship. He's already been the nice guy. He's already lost and he's already thrown in the towel. Here we go. This is why I'm single right now. If you show too much love to these women nowadays, they, you're not my man, you're not my husband. Okay, if you act nonchalant and just be chilling on stuff, why you don't like me for real? You, you. It's a lose lose every time. Yeah, it, he wait, but every girl, I don't care. Like, y'all gonna miss me with that. Y'all all the same. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to get this guy because he'd be more apt to listen to me than listen to ladies. And I would say he's probably under the age of 30. So, ladies, what would you do? What would you do in this situation? You have to ask yourself. You guys are the ones that want the relationships. This guy's probably been dealing with some things. He might be bitter and hurt or been at least hurt. How do you get him back on the plantation? Other than saying, I'm going to give him some peace leave. All right. Typically at his age, he's already been the nice guy and it hasn't worked out for him. Why should he continue to be the nice guy? He's already throwing in the towel for that one. So that's your uphill battle. It ain't mine. I can, I'm not here to give you the solution. But I will tell you, many men have treated their woman as much of a queen as they possibly can and still have lost. And there's kind of going to have to be an explanation for this. This is why there's no fault divorce. Not only that, these men have been treated like criminals and villains. And there's very little evidence as to what they actually did to the women. So you will hear women, you will hear men, red pill talking point, women file 70% of the divorces. Some women will say, well, that's because a lot of men, what about the men that have hurt these women and did bad things? Great. This is a great starting point. I'm sure there's evidence of you being hurt or treated poorly. Please explain how these men 
have treated you poorly. Then give me an idea of what he possibly did to you that was was good. Because he has to have did something good for you. You married that guy. You married him. And you were with him for a, 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 an exceptional amount of time. Did he do any good things for you? Yes. What did he do? He provided shelter for you. He get like you let this man pump kids in you. You let this man, you slept next to this man for a long time. Every day, almost for six, seven, eight, 15 years. He had to have to do some good things. Okay. What bad things that he do did he do for you? Well, he was controlling. <laughs> okay. He was, say it with me, abusive. Okay. Explain how he was controlling and abusive. He was a narcissist. Okay. Explain. When you get down to asking specifics, they can't give you one. They can't give him one. What did he do? He didn't let me go out the girls' nights out. <laughs> all right, all right, well, you probably shouldn't have been going out the girls' nights out, maybe. No? So that's going to start the uh, conversation of why you guys are off the same page. You can see why he probably then was abusive. Well, explain how he was abusive to you. Well, the one night I came home from girls' nights out and my lipstick was walking, wiped off and I came in smelling like my breath smelling like liquor and salami, he yelled at me and called me all kind of names like whores and sluts. Oh, okay. So that is the verbal abuse. <laughs> or did he do this without any cause? Like he walked in, you were reading a book to your kids, putting them to sleep. He kicked in the door and he started talking about you negatively. He started yelling at you and telling the kids, get your ass up. And he started telling you, and he kicked the book out of your hand. And he says, your breath smells like salami. See, that would be verbal abuse because he, he attacked you out of nowhere. But discipline and abuse are two different things. Scolding and abuse are two different things. Like calling you a slut and you came home from girls' nights out at 3.30 smelling like beef jerky and hard liquor is not abuse. <laughs> that's probably something called a consequence or you enraged him or you instigated or responding to your abuse is not abuse. You see what I mean? But all the while he paid the bills on time. He tried, he worked hard. He raised the kids. You let them pump kids and you, you fell asleep. You had shelter clothing. You had all of these things yet. You still want to say he was not good enough. Here it is. Another example, ladies, that you're going to have to figure out. This woman is unlike, not unlike many women who have left their husbands. Most of their husbands turned into a weak, sniveling simp. And this is why, men, you got left. This is why many of you lost your wife. Because you either were, you either put her in check or were afraid to put her in check. And you kept pandering to her feelings. My husband treated me like a queen and it made me miserable. Guys, listen, I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> Many men have questioned themselves as to how they lost their girl, potentially lost their wife. And you think about all the good things you did. And all she has to do is say about the one or two bad things you did. Or she might even say, well, he was just too nice. Many of you have lost girlfriends. You were too nice. 
And now they're admitting it, but there's collateral damage. I want you to think about this. She says, I know honorable men everywhere are treating women like sex goddesses and queens, but I'm pretty sure that misses the point. Let's take a look at this woman. Take a look at this woman. She's a very incredibly average. Uh, she's below average at this point. This is a below average individual. <laughs> okay. Below, below average. I mean, she looks almost like a man. It's almost, you cannot, if she had a little bit of stubble on that chin, she would look like a guy. <laughs> and he lost her. He made, and he's, and the look on his face, he got the simp look. He definitely got the simp look going on in his face. You know, you could tell by his eyes. It's in his eyes. You can see the simp in his eyes. All right, so um, this is quite a lengthy article, and this show was going on too long. But, um, <laughs> guys, even if you go about it the right way, it sometimes can turn out wrong for you. And even if they try to find wrong in it, the wrong is just not obvious. Ladies, ladies, you're watching the show. You might say, men have done me bad. And if you ever want to come on my show, you cannot come in as a ghost. And you tell me, men have done me bad. I'm going to ask you what specifically. I, I actually had a, a woman do this on my show, and people kept saying I cut her off. Remember, if you come on my show, I'm not going to let you filibuster. I'm going to stop you in your tracks. Okay. And I did that to a woman, and some guys were like, you're not letting her talk. Well, I'm not letting her spew bullshit. If a woman says you were, if you were done wrong in a relationship, I want the specific of what you were done wrong on. It's got to be specific. It can't be a trope. It can't be just the thing that every woman reaches for. If you say you got hit, I want to know how. And I want to know how and how hard and whatnot. Okay, we got a salami rider out here. All right, and he's a ghost too. No profile picture. Go figure. <laughs> All right, go figure. And he's caping for a ghost content creator. Well, enjoy your time. I want to see the police report. I want to see the photos. I want to see the, the temporary restraining order. I want to see the evidence. I want to see it. I don't want to hear that he used to pile drive you on Fridays. I don't want to hear that he used to touch on you and push on you and be, I want to see it. That's what I want to see. I want to see the evidence. I, I'm not trying to hear that he's physical against you all the time. That's why guys are in the situation. You, it's an excuse. Then, then, then I also... If he was controlling, I want to see the marks around your wrist where he tied you up and didn't let you go to the club. I want to see when he ran up in the club and yanked you out of there. I want to see the video where he saw you was out there shaking your ass, grinding up and down some man, the bouncer, the DJ. And I want to see the video of him yanking you out of there, dragging you by your hair. <laughs> okay. I want to see when he, I want to see the cage he locked you up in. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want the file. Oh, show me, show, show me where he was controlling. And I don't want to hear he didn't let you to go to a girl's nice out or a girl's trip. You see what I mean? You never see, you never see 
exactly what the evidence is. It's always mysterious. There's never very, very. And so eventually what you're going to find out is they were doing nefarious things too. Oh, he cheated on me. Okay, great. He cheated on you. Fantastic. When was the last time you swallowed his kids? Mm. Let's get down to it. Were you satisfying him? Not just having sex with him. Were you satisfying him? Were you passionate with him? Let me see the woman he cheated on you with her. Let me see her. And then I'm going to put the picture up of you and I'm going to pick the picture up of her. Let me see the girl. Okay. And then I'm going to put the picture up on the screen. I'm going to split the screen like this. And I'm going to say, okay, you was married to him for 15 years. What did you look like? All right. Okay. Then I'm going to flash the picture up of her on the screen. And I'm going to say, gentlemen, here's the evidence right here. Was this an upgrade or a downgrade? Right now, I'm going to also say, did you ever cheat on him? We're going to get that out because we know that it could be quite likely that you have cheated on him. Were you mean to him? Did you yell at him? Did you belittle him? Did you emasculate him? Did you give him enthusiastic sex? Odds are, once I start asking those things, she's going to shuffle. Okay, my my ex-husband is a deadbeat. And a narcissist. Okay. Has he ever fought for custody? Did you ever fight for custody against him? You're going to lose that argument almost immediately. As soon as you say, yep, I restricted some custody or I fought for majority custody or he, I was the better parent or I fought for child support. You automatically lost the conversation in my book. There's no amount of, there's no coming back. You're by definition, if he has volunteered his services, you can't call him a deadbeat. <laughs> Just automatically lost the conversation. And I did that to a woman on the show. She started saying, oh, my ex-husband this and ex-husband that. I said, did you put him on child support? Did you restrict, did you, did you, did he fight for custody and lose? Or did you fight for custody again? You lost the argument. There's no argument. You cannot then say he's underachieving as a father. You see what I'm saying? But they're trying to convince you of these things. Meanwhile, what it is was they were the failure. They didn't live up to their part of the bargain. And now they on the exit plan out. They got to roast your ass when you were doing it right the entire time. They were the ones. They're the instigators. What I want is one person to come up here. In this situation, let's say, like this woman said, yeah, shit, he did it right. I effed it up. Or this dude was a complete loser. I picked him. I accept accountability. I moved on with life. Never going to happen. With that being said, you can't take a lot of these people's position as some sort of truth. They don't have police reports. They don't have evidence. They don't have anything. They don't have conversations recorded. Now, if you have a conversation recorded where the husband or the father of your kids was going off like a lunatic, that's your proof. That's your proof, but they don't have that. So what it is, is they got bored. They probably tempted themselves, did things to instigate the situation. And then when he reacted, boom, victim. 
That's what normally the situation is. This is why guys are refusing to deal with relationships with women. They tried the nice shit and they ended up leaving as a criminal or a vic, vic, a villain. And they weren't simple. All right, last thing right here. Let me see if I can get to this one really quickly. Let me see which one of these. Oh, this is a good one right here. We'll end it on this. Then I'll save the last one for last. Check this out. This is more normie theater. Check this out right here. This is normie theater. These people think they're somewhat funny. And, and of course, people are defending this as a joke. This is how married women lose their husbands. Listen up right here. This is how then when he turns into a monster or he cheats on her, guess what? She's the victim. Check this out. Preparing my husband so he knows he's not getting any tonight. Preparing my husband. This is how you lose your husband, ladies. Now, ladies, they're, they're going to say this is a joke. This is not a joke. This is a lot of marriages. Check this out. He was bothering me this morning. I have like a pinch almost like going like down here too. not to start complaining, but oh, I God. haven't slept well in three nights. My eye looks so tired. My knee was bothering me this morning. I have like a pinch almost like going like down here too. not to start complaining, but oh, I haven't slept well in three nights. My eye looks so tired. My knee was. So we have these things that a lot of people, this, guys, this is a lot of married people's reality, right? And so they do these things and they think it's a joke and they think they can do this. What I call they use men's sexuality against them. And ultimately, the men is going to find another way around it. Not a lot of guys are going to put up with this for a week, let alone a month, let alone a year. But a lot of women believe that they still have a marriage and they can pull this on the husband. Uh, I call women who do this immature and they haven't realized what else to leverage other than sex in their marriage. So this shows the shortcoming of the woman more than it exposes the man. And women like this will get in a marriage and say, well, I can still leverage sex because all her life she's leveraged sex. Okay. But when she gets married, she's not supposed to even biblically leverage sex. That would be like the man leveraging money in a relationship. It's not supposed to be done. The money is the couple's money. The money is everybody's together. So it should be equally shared not leveraged against her. That would be controlling. But now she's doing this because it's basically what, what a person that would date do, but she has so many shortcomings that this is what she's doing. And it's a controlling thing. Now, when he cheats on her, when he yells at her, when he's dissatisfied, he's the victim. He's the villain. He's the villain. And I don't want to hear this as a joke. Um, last one. Here's a slide of a pastor backing up what I just said. And not that because he's a pastor, I'm going to use it. But check this guy out right here. You date a man or a woman for that matter, and you keep sex out the picture, you will both come to a very quick conclusion if you're supposed to be together. Amen. You will. Amen. Now, the women that followed that rule, it was amazing how quick that man came to a decision. Because a man cannot be with you. He cannot be with a woman. And he's not getting sex. God designed him that way. And the second reason God designed sex so strong on a man, and so it was it would keep driving him back to his wife. Because she likes that closeness. He likes the sex. She likes the closeness. If you but yeah, um, if you're in a marriage and there's no sex on 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 from the man's perspective, the marriage is over. There's nothing he should be doing for her. 
and she's using it to control him. I don't care if she's in the mood or not. He's not in the mood to pay the bills today. Can he not pay it? Absolutely not. He would still be required to pay it. Now, you can say, what's well, my body, my choice? Well, you don't belong being a wife. Not only that, you're a horrible wife. Not only that, you don't have anything else to leverage, so you're using that to control him. You're subpar. And not only that, when your marriage ends and he cheats on you, it's your fault. So, yes, go be your body, your choice. Go live in your studio apartment. Go live with your kids in therapy and divorced and living in a broken home because that's what you deserve. And your body will be all yours. But as far as I'm concerned and as far as the Bible is concerned, once you marry, that body is just as much his as in yours. And so is the money. So is the money. Everything becomes one. You become one. There's no longer two. Now, if that doesn't suit you, you don't belong married. You have no business getting married, period. You have no business even trying it, period. Stay out of marriages. Stay independent. Stay free. Stay with your body. Stay with your choice, period. That's how it's supposed to be. Anything other than that is the devil's marriage. It could be marriage, but it's the devil's marriage. All right, that's all it is. That's all you got. Anyway, or you got a finesse plan. Anyway, let me check the super chats on the way out. Then we're going to get to the to, to, uh, to the evening show. Shout out to Sleagle is the sauce. Thank you, man. <laughs> Let's see here. Yeah, I, I, I find people trying to maintain independence in marriages. Goofy. Shout out to Dev says, Coach. CGA, he says, CGA don't debate ghosts. I don't debate ghosts, man. It, we we want to be fair. All right. And if the dude, if dudes are ugly and they don't want to be on camera, fine with me. If dudes want to stay in anonymity, fine with me. Do that as a content creator. But don't ever think you're going to get any run on my show. Where are we at? James D, shout out to you. Thank you for your contribution. Let's head over to Venmo, then PayPal. Anyway, 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 shout out to, uh, let me see here. Okay. That was the last memo. Yeah, I think, I think you got, as a wife, you got two times to reject your husband. After time number three, he need to be folding up somebody else. Immediately. <laughs> he need to be folded. Oh, really? Okay. That's the second time you rejected me. He need to grab his keys and go straight to the junior college. He need to go to the ATM, withdraw $400, go find him a Kaylee, go find him a nice piece of chocolate, go find him a gordita or a tiny Latina. He need to go and find him a iron board Asian girl. He need to go right over to the, oh, really? He need to go right over and be like, where's Ling Ling at? Immediately. That'd be the end of that conversation. Oh, well, I'm, okay, got it. And don't go, don't go in there and give me no lazy ass effort. I'm gonna be in there like <laughs> you got two times. Any woman that disagrees with Matt, that you are automatically not marriage material. Any woman that disagrees with him, wow, he don't he don't have no right over my body. <laughs> mm. 
go with that. Go with that. And I hope you get a 20-year marriage out of that. Where are we at? Shout out to the J Lex podcast. CGA go hurt some feelings today. That's what it's about. Uh, that's that's what it's about. I think, man, you know, I'm trying to help y'all out. I'm trying to help y'all out. <laughs> yeah, man. You're going to be right out there. You're going to catch me at the snooty fox. And you're going to pull up. And I'm going to be petting. I'm going to be petting. I'm going to be like. Looking at you like, what, bitch? What? I'm sorry. You don't belong, yeah, Mary. Bitch. Yeah, bitch. In, in my opinion, most people don't have any marital skills. None. And who wants to debate me on that? Who wants to debate me on that? I can prove that most people don't have marital, marital skills or relationship skills. I'm going to prove it right now. You want me to prove it? And then we'll be done with the show. This show going on and on. I'm going to prove to you that people don't have relationship skills. And they be confident as hell. They be confident as hell. You know how I'm going to prove it? <laughs> Hold on for a second. Where's my screen at? They be confident as hell that they doing it right. And they be flat ass out wrong. Way too easy. Because there's something called a profession called marriage and family counseling. What is it called? I can't even remember what it's called. Marriage and family therapy. I think it's, there's a certain name for it, like the certain acronym for it. You know, they like letters. MFTs. MFTs. Right here. People are so inadequate. First thing the woman does is run, because men don't initiate this shit. First thing they do is run to this board of people right here. Because you got no goddamn skills and solutions. And these people supposedly are the solutions to your no relationship skill having ass. Right here. There's a whole professional group to help you goofball ass people out. Oftentimes, this results in her wanting to get her way. So she gets this individual over here to do her bidding. Right here. Guys can't even pull it off. Most people do. I mean, how many people are in some marriage counseling? By definition, you are no relationship skills. Some of you go to counseling be before you even married a woman. Skillless. All that person is mostly is a referee to get the woman's way. But the woman is so inadequate in, make, in pulling it off, she got to pull in a marriage therapist to MK Ultra her husband somebody said how how much for this how much does a marriage therapist cost since 1970 there has been a 50 fold increase in the number of marriage and family therapists 50 fold at any given opportunity they are treating 1.8 million people We go right here. Let's see here. Today, today they, it says there's 50,000, 50,000 of these individuals out here. Wowzers. I wonder what the cost is. Let me, let me, let me pull up the cost real quick. 
How much per session? I actually went to marriage counseling, and the counselor was so shitty, I fired her ass after three sessions. I was like, what? I was like, nah, we ain't doing this. Let me see what it costs. Uh, let me see here. The typical cost. Oh, here it is right here. All right, there it is right there, right there. 75 to 150 an hour. The full range can be anywhere from 50 an hour all the way up to 200 an hour. 200 an hour. 200 per hour. This can range depending on whether where you are located, provider there, if you can use an insurance and whatnot. There's one right here, 55-minute session, 100 and 125 bucks. Here's my opinion on this. If you need this, look, if you need this, you need to quit being in marriages and relationships like right now. You're inadequate. Give it up. Now, if you have children, that's going to be another problem. Give it up. Throw in the damn towel. You're, you don't have the skills. Like you lack the skills going in or you lost the skills at some point. The woman is falling out of love with you. So you just paying the bills. I mean, this is a lose. <laughs> That's an L. And how many sessions are, how many sessions are you going to chart? How many sessions are we going to do to fix this shit? Anybody know? Until the man gives in. That's basically how many sessions. How many sessions is it going to take, ma'am, until you give in? <laughs> Man, please. Many people are inadequate in the relationship department, but they will act like they are very adequate, which that's one of the problems. One of the problems, man. That person has a better that that person has a better job than personal trainers. Shout out to the coach gang. We're going to get back out of here and enjoy the rest of your day. Hit the like button on the way out. Let me make sure I got all the super chats. Oh, I did. And thank you for the contributions. You in here with the Bruce Wayne and shit. This the best. New, this new, the king new, of kings. New, Don't ever let anybody else tell you any different. And we out of here. Peace. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older. Um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, aka nice guys, right? And that's you.